Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, those in between. Happy National Bucket List Day and National Pigs in a Blanket Day to Fast and the Furious Presents. Sorry, Fast and Furious Presents. There's no the. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Welcome, Caleb. How are you doing at the moment? Oh, I'm excited. We're at the uh, penultimate of our commentaries for now. Yes, for now, even though there's two more films to be released, we're a few weeks away from Fast X being uh, premiered, and obviously Eleven will come at some other point. Yeah, yeah and Hobbs and Shaw, this one, I remember seeing the ads, and at first I didn't know that this was tied into the Fast and Furious. It wasn't until like the second or third time that I saw the ad where I was like, oh, wait a minute, that I had no idea that they were doing a spinoff now to this franchise like this is when is this thing ever going to end <laughs> was my thoughts but but yeah maybe maybe i'll be singing a different tune now that i've seen this one i don't know well i guess we'll find out indeed so unlike the past two commentaries um this time we'll be in sync as we've we've realized there's no extended version of this it's just the regular one so i have mine at two hours 16 minutes and 42 seconds yeah there there we go no more no more pausing and confusion for anybody and anyone who didn't like that you know now you don't have to worry <laughs> at least for this commentary there you go i can't promise you with anyone's in the future and hereafter yeah, we promise you when we do our Abyss uh, commentary and I'm doing the theatrical and he's doing the director's cut that you'll be completely screwed. Wait, we're doing that again? What? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, but if you could get your legally, digitally, physically, or um, uh, 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 illegally purchased copies of this film that I would order <laughs> uh, to timestamp 0000000. 000. Please press play right now. So I will explain myself. What is, do you know what pigs in a blanket day is, Caleb? Uh, isn't that a type of breakfast food? That is indeed a breakfast. That is the one with the mini sausages or whatever you want to call it, wrapped up in dough. Mm. Yeah, not the, the cops, the thing. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I mean, you could say it's, yeah, cops wrapped in a blanket day if you wanted to. <laughs> But I'll say we're opening up here with a, a very different type of opening for this series so far with this song playing, Time in a Bottle. And this feels distinctly, uh, like if, if you didn't tell me this was directed by David Leach, I'd be, I'd be thinking this is influenced by Guardians and Deadpool. Well, funny you should say Guardian or Deadpool. Yes. And that was influenced by by Guardians, Deadpool. Uh, yes, um, but is that that was Ed Sheeran, right? Doing this song? Yeah, uh, it said Young Blood. Young Blood was the one. Okay, I thought it was Ed Sheeran who was doing the uh, doing the cover of this. Yeah, that's what it said in the end credits. I don't I don't know Young Blood. Never mind, Young Blood, Young Blood. Uh, maybe I don't, I don't know. Here we have the introdu introduction of Vanessa Kirby, a mainstay character for this this entry. And she's an actress that I'm only vaguely familiar with, but I think of her as coming from more dramatic work. So I was surprised to see her make an appearance here. Uh, oh, by the way, since we're in London, uh, who actors go? 
That's a good question. I don't know if there's anybody. Hmm, maybe I'll have to keep an eye out. I wasn't looking her earlier. Could she be a companion? I could see her working in that regard, but I think she maybe be a bit too high level. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Well, you're saying that like everybody who is a doctor isn't high level enough. <laughs> Usually, they they try to find people who aren't really established well for the doctor. I think she could make a good doctor, actually. You know, that's fair. I was gonna I was gonna ask like, is this a potential doctor? But I was like, it'd be a different doctor. I'll say that. Yeah, we're seeing two of them on screen with Idris Elba. I think you make a great doctor as well. Okay, but here's the thing. Idris could be anybody. He could either be a doctor or Bond. I would have loved him as Bond. I'm so sad that that never happened. I think he would have been fantastic. No, don't worry. One day I'll draw him as Bond. But now we're seeing him as, yeah, super soldier uh, entry 45. I mean, this is... If I wasn't thinking of the MCU with the the music in the opening, this is so MCU, all this stuff. At least they admit it. All right. Oh, do they? Unlike (laughs) unlike the... No, I mean, like, with superpowers. Like, unlike the previous film, this is, like, full-on... Well, it's nanotechnology because, of course, nanomachines. But at least they admit that. Yeah, and I was even thinking I was going to make a joke later in this that I was waiting for the reveal that this super soldier serum was uh, designed from from a drop of Dom's blood. <laughs> oh, you 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 jest, you think. <laughs> I was waiting for that moment. <laughs> but I think this is an exciting opening. I think Idris is always a a good presence. Um, he was stuck playing villains for a while here, and uh, yeah, I think he, I think he does it okay. Let's see. Beyond this, uh, you know what he didn't do? He was not a villain in uh, what's that called? Ghost Rider. That too. Uh, Z- um, Zootopia. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, he was not. And I guess not a villain in the MCU. But he was, I guess it was a little while after this, but Knuckles, of course, is kind of a villain and... Uh, anti-hero, especially, I guess, same thing when he was in Suicide Squad, which this is not a ripoff of Suicide Squad. Actually, no, it is. Never mind. Sort of. That's funny. Yeah, and he's great in Suicide Squad. He, he's, yeah, he's fantastic in that. Nothing but praise from this guy with James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Sorry, we gotta be... Or the Suicide Squad. We gotta be careful. Like, we gotta be clear with that. Yeah. But I think right off the bat, the science fiction kind of superhero feel to this it gives it a different vibe. Better as one by the heavy. Interesting use. Yeah, and then we get to this, which I appreciate the the very stark color differences in the, the split screen. I think that's makes for a vibrant image. I think that's cool. But it's an interesting choice doing this. <laughs> I mean... I definitely can go with, I can, well, it's not real rain, but I, I can definitely uh, go with what Shaw's environment is like. I think you and I certainly know that. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the cold and yeah, we have warm uh, and it matches their personalities. One's a cold bastard. One's apparently now a, a warm softy, even though he was never that, or at least when his introduction wasn't. 
And again, d definitely a huge. I mean, if we went back to Fast Five, this, it'd be like a completely different character. And maybe it was Dom. Maybe when Dom, in the beginning of the last movie, he was like, you know what I did for that, that Raldo, I changed him. You know, by being good, I showed him a better way. Maybe we're supposed to believe that's what happened with Hobbs. Yeah, I mean, maybe that Dom just has that effect where, well, hey, he had that effect with Brian. Yeah, you know, you're right. Yep, Brian was his first convert yep. to the family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, dude, like, tell me I'm wrong. Like, he's got that charisma. Yeah, everyone falls in love. Yeah. And David Leach brings over, because John Wick had a lot of great uses of color and lighting. And this movie definitely features that as well, which I think is nice. Yeah, not the same level of color that the first Fast and Furious had, but definitely David Leach's like version of colors, which I have no problem with. I assume Tom Atomic Blonde also had some color to it as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And that same kind of extreme saturation of uh, colors on set, not like filters later. And I think that that works quite well. Like, talk about this is so blue. Or maybe it's purple. I don't know. Uh, no, it's blue. It's neon blue. I'm going to say that. Yeah, neon. Yeah. But I'm not going to say this is a blue film. No, just just this moment. Yeah. Yeah, just this moment here. Well, that's the thing. Is like, Hobbs is, Hobbs is blue, and then Shaw is more orange. That's what's fun, then, playing with the colors again. Because we, at first, were contrasting. Uh, Hobbs was in the warm setting, and... Shaw was in the blue, and now they've switched it as they're showing the the violence here. I guess it's more yellow. Uh, bloodless, by the way. Like, I mean, it's not that there isn't blood in this, but unlike John Wick and Atomic Blonde, this is pretty tame in comparison to what else he's done. Yeah. Uh, David Leach, I mean, excuse me. Well, he's working with the PG-13 franchise. You know, this is the mainstream blockbuster stuff. All right, let's see if I can get a better look at her. Actually, that is, those are some pretty good tats. I like yeah, them. They're cool. Yeah. yeah, they were flowers. I was like, they probably are flowers. Look at them. They are flowers. Oh, those look nice. Yeah, and I was, it was, was it at the end of this movie or the last one when, I guess it was the last one when Mr. Nobody gave him his, his ability to come back to the force. So now he's doing it. Yes, and he... But he said no. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. But I guess he's come back now. He's retired. Except when he's not. <laughs> yeah, and what's the name of this this corporation I'm looking for? He just said it there. Etrion? Etion. E-T-E-O-N. Yeah, they're... Uh, yeah, they're... They're Exxon. Or not Exxon. No. <laughs> what's the Marvel one again? Oh, uh, Rexon, Roxon, Roxon. Yeah, that's right. Roxon Energy Corporation. Uh, I'm trying to think if that's a symbol at all, or if that's symbolic at all. If that's like from ancient Greece, but yeah, there's some more more music. This one definitely has a a flair for the the music, which is which is nice. Well, the previous couple haven't really had that. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Wrath tried to have Wrath. Fate tried to have that. I was thinking of Wrath of the Titans for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 
And in terms of the flair of filmmaking too, this one in so many ways feels like a breath of fresh air from the last few. Um, but we do get a fresh face for uh, the daughter here as a, a recast. I was going to say uh, Sam, I guess. Uh, is that a different character or is that a different actor? Excuse me. Yeah, and she's she's got a project focusing on the family tree and we see that it's pretty empty. So that's going to be uh, a plot for character development for Hobbs in this. They're setting up some stuff right away. Kate. Which again, I think is nice. Where's your sister? Like, where's Hobbs' sister? Where's the mom? And yeah, I guess there's the rest of the family, but still. Darn. Did he mention that he had a sister? Yeah, because uh, in the last film, uh, Nick Fury was saying, like, your daughter's with your sister. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, okay, you have a sister too. That's weird then. Oh, seems like they missed that. Well, I think she's in this, but again... No references given, I guess. Hmm. So I'm like, I don't know about that, bud. Yeah, because she should have been on that family tree. Oh, dude, she totally should have. Like, why? We're just thinking of the brother. Like, especially with who, like, siblings are in this film. Actually, you know what? I guess that's the thing where, like, I don't know how many brothers uh, Hobbs actually has in this. But, like, <laughs> I mean, he's obviously got, you know the fire lord but it's like him and Shar are pretty much the same yep not fully but like you know he's got owen and then he's got well the other person and then like hobbs has got like i said the, the other person and his sister so it's like they're kind of in the same boat yeah and i meant to mention during that previous scene i'm pretty sure that diner they were shooting in was the same one from pulp fiction it certainly looked like it you don't say but yeah, now we're getting to see our old pal again, Helen uh, Mirren, returning from the previous film. The dame herself. Yeah, I was very pleased to see that. Or a dame herself. There's many other dames. Which I can't think of any, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, what other dame actors are there? Judy Dench. That's right. She's a dame. Yeah, am. And I, and I think they have a nice scene here, and I'm setting up the sister, I think, is... Uh, Again, they're they're setting up the character plots right away at the start of this, which is another breath of fresh air from the previous few Fast and Furious. She seems a lot more, I might say posh, but she seems a lot more refined. Oh, from the previous movie? Yeah, Helen's character, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, but also a change of scenery where she's in jail. Oh, now it's we're watching uh, CSI Miami's about to start. Yeah, but see, where's Owen? <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, he's he's the black sheep. That was the whole th- point of the last film, where it's just like your brother's important, bud. It's like okay, and now your sister's important. Um, yeah, I don't know if I don't even know if they really mentioned him. I think they mentioned him like once or twice. They mentioned him previously, like they mentioned him, like you know, like Owen and Hattie. I'm yeah, assuming that's like short for something, right? Yeah, hopefully, maybe Harriet. I don't know. Nah, uh, Harry. No, uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I could see. I could see Hattie being a a diminutive name for for Harriet. I can't think of another one that it would be. Heartright? No. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't think of anything, but. All right, well, family's on the line. Once again, family is a big thing in this series, so that's what's carried over. Yeah. 
Oh, hi, Deadpool. And here, yeah, here was a shock. I had no idea that he was involved with this. I didn't either. So I guess I also should have mentioned, I think I probably said this before, but I didn't see this. Uh, today was the first time I watched this, and this they did not put this in the trailer. They literally yeah. only sold this on, like, The Rock, Statham, and Alba. Yeah, and I'm assuming he's coming over from David Leach with Deadpool 2. So... Oh, yeah, hopefully a stunt person doesn't die this time. <laughs> oh, wow, did someone die in Deadpool 2? Oh, you didn't remember that? You didn't hear about that? No. Oh, dude, yeah. I think I did hear about it by first. Yeah, one of the stunt women, she passed, like, she like she did a stunt, and she, like... Oh, wow. She, she, yeah, no, she... Like, like that. That, that was, like, dude, that was local news. Yeah, I do want to point out, though, um, I, I think Ryan Reynolds... I mean, I, I think he goes way too far during points in this movie. But I did think the... Uh, the friendship necklace and the, the fact that he got that tattoo. I think that's kind of that works. I think like, thankfully it's not the, an actual Samoan tattoo. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be like with the, you gotta be Samoan to have those. <laughs> that's what makes it more creepy. And the rock even pulls his down. Like, wait a minute. Isn't that the same tattoo I have? Like this fucking creep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Hey, there's a third person where not third person. But there's another person where I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Although that third person makes sense, although the second person will... I don't know who that is. Yeah, and we set up right away, too, that the the daughter's, you know, missing that mother element as well. And maybe she sees a potential romantic interest for her dad with, with this spy here. Setting everything up so quickly, which is nice. Yeah. Well, you know what? We don't get too many single dads in hollywood film so it's nice to see that yeah that's true yeah i mean he was you know show like, he was he was like leading her her football team which was nice mm-hmm. and he's even into like their choice of music which was i didn't say this before but i'm going to say this now t swizzle there you go not whatever the have you ever heard of that by the way the other one like was, what did he call her again sway sway i believe Oh, Tay-Tay. Yes, Tay-Tay, I that. thank you. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Come on, man. T-Swizzle. Like, how how many <laughs> kids her age, by the way, or at least I don't know if the actor listens to T-Swizzle, but how many of them do you, do you think know what, like, T-Swizzle is? Probably not a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be a real fan to understand that reference. <laughs> I like the finger thing, too. Wait, the... Yeah, I, I, the the Game of Thrones thing I think is dated already. <laughs> but I like the you know or, all of our organs can be liquefied, not just your mind, and then pointing to her. So obviously, for whatever reason, I thought that worked. Yeah, well, I think it's also because the actor, the, the kid actor, sold it well. Yeah, just like dude, you know I could like see what you're doing, right? Yeah, and sad. Even though I I think. Hobbs is charming with this this dumb character of Locke. I don't I don't necessarily think that their chemistry bounce bounces off that great. And I I felt that even worse when I watched that what was that stupid Netflix movie they did? Yeah, the one with uh, Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, Red Notice. I feel like they their chemistry just didn't quite blend right there either. Ooh, so only only The Rock and Satham work together well, eh? And I think him and him and um the dom had some some good chemistry too to some degree well if only you know vin wasn't so harsh on the rock yeah 
<laughs> the tough love routine. Uh, okay. Anyway, so I thought this other CIA character was Patrick Warburton. He would have fit in that role. Yeah. And I do like that both of their little intermediary guys are both these kind of pathetic weirdos. This guy's less pathetic and weird, but still a little bit. Oh, he's way more like, yeah, he's got some, I don't know. He's got some like humor to him, but not the same. He's not Brian Reynolds. Yeah. He's not taking over with his improvisation, but he still can sell a good little bit of humor. Yeah. Do you know who that was by the way? Or is it just like, you know, just random actor. I've seen him in stuff in like comedies, but no, I don't know who he is. Yeah. He's a brand new face to me. I'm like, I only thought you're Patrick Warburton and that's it. (laughs) Again, weird that the CIA is involved in this, but yeah, yeah it's CIA. I mean, who else? Yeah, I actually like this scene between the two of them for whatever reason. And I'm not laughing, but I just think there's some charm here. This throwaway line, though, of uh, Shaw's handler of actually knowing him, well, indirectly, I thought that would lead to something, but it did not. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, really? 17 years ago, huh? Yeah. Unless that's saying like 17 years by this point. Was that like an Italian job reference? (laughs) Uh, Was that one F word or was that two? Because you're only allowed one. I thought thought the exact same thing. I was like, does that break (laughs) the PG-13? Ooh. I don't know if that aged well or not, but he said She-Hulk to Hulk, to The Rock. Ooh. Oh, it ages terribly. Yeah. Oh, can't mention that anymore. Yeah. Cancel. Ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Canceled. Given that, like, you know, high praise series. Like, ooh. Yeah. And I'll admit, as much as I like their bickering in the, the previous movie, I think here it hits, like, six times out of ten. We get so much of the bickering in the name calling that not everything can work, you know, but, and that's what I thought. I figured that I was, I was wondering, cause you were very charmed by these two uh, in the previous films, or at least in the previous film, excuse me. And at least like some of the uh, insults they hurled at each other in the very end of seven. But I kind of figured that if this is the like Tej and Rome show, like I, I was like, this it's too like it's it's oversaturated, right? Because if they're just going on that joke of they are hurling all these insults at each other, it's like it's gonna get old. Yeah. And frankly, I just actually am with you with Tej and Rome. I don't care. Like I not it doesn't anger me as much, but I'm just like I have no strong feelings one way or the other. I don't find like there's there's bits here and there where I'll just like ha that was funny, but other than that, it's just like. Yeah, I'm like just. Yeah, with these two, you mean? Yeah, with these two, excuse me. I'm just like, yeah. Eh. Like, yeah, I'm I... kind of here just to watch the movie for, you know, the podcast reason. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I, I think it works six times out of ten. And I'm not laughing a ton through this movie, but I, I think that they're still charming together. But those four times out of ten that it doesn't work, some of them just are big thuds where I just kind of groan like, Oh, uh, I wouldn't say there's like much offensive like ones and not offensive, but a, uh, just, just bad comedy. I think there's a number of those. Oh, that didn't run land properly. Basically. Yeah. Just ones that, yeah, make me groan. <laughs> oh brother. But again, 
those are the four out of the, the ten. The other six times, I think it's charming enough to, to get by. Yeah, and, and it's because you said that you'd seen up to, to eight. Uh, was it the trailers and stuff, or the fact that this was a spinoff that just didn't interest you at the time? Uh, one word, the, well, I guess two, the gym. Oh, oh, you just got busy with that. Yeah, 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 yeah no, I was, I was too into, I was, I was very much like just doing the gym at this point. It's the grind. What do you expect? So like, yeah, I guess, yeah, 2019 was the time when things changed between, yeah, us going to the, to the movies and I guess you in general. Yeah, no. And I was, you know, trying to prepare for Rigel's wedding. Yeah. But I do like this, him arriving at her apartment. And I think the lighting is top notch here. But, uh, and him going through all of her little traps. This part of the movie is, this, this part of the movie is blue. Like, but that's it. Yeah. And pink and purple. And so, okay. You know what? Yeah. Retracted. And what I like is they were so careful with the lighting that it doesn't get on him. It's just all the walls. So it extra highlights that. Oh, I should have mentioned that. Uh, so my uh, my knowledge of Vanessa Kirby, and I'm kind of excited, is she's from uh, Mission Impossible uh, Fallout. Yes. Yeah, I'd, I'd forgotten about that until I looked at it just now. And I'm, I'm really hoping she's in... Um, what the hey is that? I just saw the title for the next one. Whatever part one is. Oh yeah, that's kind of a weird name. Yeah, Breakpoint. No, <laughs> <laughs> something else. I'll look it up. But um, you know my my whole thing with that is that I I'm really hoping her and her brother are. Just it's funny how that's well, but it's it's funny how that series is also very like I'm not gonna say continuity heavy. Because not everybody comes back, but like continuity is at least mentioned or at least attempted in that, similar to this. Oh, um, she's coming back. I know she's. I I believe. Yeah, I think I knew she was coming back. But what's the title of the movie again? Yeah, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Dead Reckoning Part One. Nice. Um, oh, I'm pumped. So I'm. I hope that she and her brother are in fact related to Max from the very first film. She was either like the arms dealer or in between person that had um, the knock list, the uh, second oh. part of the knock list, if you remember. Yeah, I thought you were talking about Fast and Furious again for some reason. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about I'm talking about Mission Impossible mm. One and yeah, Vanessa Redgrave. Because yeah, exactly. Because Vanessa Kirby was introduced as Max in to Ethan Hunt in um fallout and so i was like max wait a minute she's british as well is she related to like yeah uh max from the first movie oh that's interesting yeah that first mission impossible i don't care for all that much but when i went through them a few years ago for now playing podcast uh i really enjoyed that series so i'm looking forward to uh hopefully getting there one day to, to talk about them with you which by the way i saw that trailer for uh, uh dead reckoning a couple weeks ago again and man, that was getting me getting me hyped. Not as much as that uh, one for Fallout, but still, still pumped for that one. I can tell, obviously. Well, one, I gave Kirby this. Like, I think she's like really good in these scenes. Yeah, I think she's really good throughout. If it's her or her stunt doubles, yeah, I'm I'm impressed. Like, I think she can. All, I I like that she's a very capable woman. Yeah, and there's never a point where she screams, and that's 
okay, maybe that sounded a little sexist, but like, yeah, that's a little bit. <laughs> it is just nice to like see a woman like. There's never a point where it's just like, ah, oh, she ain't capable. But totally, yeah, the Rock would like. There's, there's no way in H Double Hockey Sticks this would ever happen. Well, that's not true. Well, like she says, like she she can tell he's going easy on her. Like he doesn't want to hurt her, so she's just taking full advantage. Oh, totally. Like she has no. Absolutely, like, no choke there. Like, her leg's not crossing her other leg, I think. Yeah. She's only got one leg there. Like, she doesn't even have his arms there. Like, yeah, I mean, look. There's no triangle choke there. Once he actually tries, he just picks her up like nothing. Where's <laughs> he? Where's his hand? Oh, it's where you think it is. No, I'm just kidding. I hope, I hope it's on, like, either her stomach or, like, kind of her, like, hip area. Center of mass, I mean. But I think uh, just having such a small focus... Like we talked about Ramsey in the last movie. I kind of liked him putting the pin back from the grenade. Well, it's funny because like he had the whole thing in like seven with the, the pin grenade as well. Huh. But, I don't know. I think I found that a bit humorous. Yeah. But we, we were talking about how Ramsey was just kind of lost in the mix and they just threw her into another dynamic because they didn't know what to do with her. It's nice to have a, a chance to let these characters breathe. We don't have like seven people on the screen that we need to fill time with we actually get to flesh these people out so that's another good thing about this this spinoff here yeah there's side characters and then there's the main characters and of course the antagonist yeah and they they don't have the same baggage that a lot of this the the previous characters do have well especially with hattie here i guess if i can call her that yeah uh she is a new character as well so yeah other than being like, yeah, other, other than being like ha or Shaw's or the other Shaw's sibling, um, kind of see her origin story as well, where she was, well, burnt, not, not even burnt, not burnt, but like, you know, dishonorably, no, it's a setup. What am I saying? Yeah. It's a lie. And I think, uh, I think the rock, bounces off her well as well i think his chemistry with her is quite good which makes their their romance a little bit more viable i don't feel like it's fully natural is it believable that's the question i think just looking at him he's such a an odd vision of a man like this this giant hulking guy who looks like he spends all day in the gym paired up with her for whatever reason that image just doesn't quite look right for whatever reason it's an interesting pairing, I'll say that. I'm not going to say it doesn't work. I'm just like, that's an interesting pairing. I would have never thought that... Like, when I first saw the trailers for this film, I didn't go, oh, those two are going to be, like, a couple. I never... Or at least an item. Yeah, and, and now that I'm thinking about it, I don't really think of The Rock as being in romantic roles. And I can't really think of any that I've seen in the past, like, 10 years or so where he's had that kind of romance element. Like, I know in, in San Andreas, like, he had a wife and child, but that was already established. Yeah, and then he was just protective dad throughout most of the movie. And, I mean, Black Adam, he was also a dad. Or, well, had wife and child, and then he gets a foster. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, a replacement wife and child. Yeah, so I think I think it's nice that they're giving us a chance to see a different side of the rock, too. So that's that's something. Or Hobbs, I should say. Well, here's the other question. Is The Rock playing a character or is The Rock playing himself? 
Yeah, it gets dicey there. It feels like this character is turned into the rock persona. Which that's the question of like when he first showed up in. See there you can see Lisa, I think is her name. I think you can see his sister in the background. No. Oh. When uh when him and Sam are talking to each other. Oh, here we get the running you seem new gag. I don't know why it worked with this guy. Maybe just because she's hot. What? Well, because she's like, oh, you seem new. And then he's like, whoa. And he comes over right into her grasps. Oh, I thought. Oh, okay. I was saying like he was like turned on to her. It's like, uh, I feel like there's some professionalism in there. Maybe, but he doesn't seem all that professional. Seems like a little bit of a fool. Well, well, I mean, that's cannon fodder, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. He's not a character, so <laughs> he can afford to be a fool. He's just a guy to get beat up. Uh, what do you think about this? Do you find this charming? His... Well, it's a throwback to, you know, the glory days of The Rock. That's true. I didn't think about that. That's that's fair. There you go. And he hadn't actually done the, the eyebrow raise in any of the films, so... Yeah, that's kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> All right, trying for a Hurricane Rana and also failing at even getting like a late an arm trapped. Like, yeah, you don't even have a double arm. Like, how do you have nothing here? Like, there's <laughs> you could maybe like try to choke him out, but given his like, yeah, huge complete like no neck, by the way, <laughs> like he has like, like again, he's like Bane from Justice League Doom, where it's only his, um, yeah, his, his giant traps. Uh, del- yeah, giant traps. There you go. It's just his trapezoid. Trapezoids. It's his um, traps. Like that's that's all it is. Like you're not gonna choke him out. Trust me. The thicker the neck, the harder it is to choke somebody. And I do like that. That's the moment when when Shaw comes in, and he's just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> oh, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah. Get your greasy sausage fingers off my sister. Now I was curious, where was she walking there? uh towards the window yeah why she was trying to leave um because <laughs> the plot said so yeah there's my first directorial uh, error on david leach's part um oh, an action that made no sense just for the the exciting scene oh uh, and they like dodged they, they they like either like rolled high for a reflex save or just like protagonist armor plot plot armor right there oh like they could have literally like they were in the crossfire if you look closely, you could see David Leach in the corner rolling his, his yeah nine-sided die in the corner. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, I was, I was like, what the hey was that? So when they shot those harpoon guns and pulled, like, what they did in Tenant, uh, it was because, like, okay, so there was guys already on the roof, and then they threw them down just as the guys left. Interesting. Now, is this rope, or is this like a metal rope this is a metal cable like you would see in republic city police yeah okay this girl this it makes no sense then oh when he gripped it though it did look like it was a regular rope it probably was but again it's well not the regular rope yeah and if it is supposed to be metal then that's just his arm should be shredded to bits ah it's like vince's arm yeah, and his thing, his palm should be shredded too. Too like even if it wasn't metal. <laughs> bloody! Why are you firing at Shaw? Like, I mean, sure, you guys both have an ego problem, but like, I like how Shaw looked. Like, oh crap, what's he gonna do? 
in this movie does have an obsession with balls, by the way. Well, like I said, there's a lot of compensation issues with these two. Oh, yeah. I mean, also performancing issues. Whoops, can't go there. Damn, damn. The performance sexually or performance acting? I'll let the audience decide, or the <laughs> listeners uh, decide on that. There you go. <laughs> and once again, Hobbs is always landing on cars. <laughs> God, man, he should be fucked up. Sheesh. Oh, and also, yeah, her feet should be, like, completely shredded like cheese. Even just the fall from the top of the, the car onto the concrete. I mean, that would hurt me big time. <laughs> like, with Brixton here, he's a superhuman. It's fine. Yeah. But with Shaw, or with Hobbs, sorry, also metahuman, I guess. Oh, yeah, he's cyborg man. Or Luke Cage, I guess. I don't know if Luke Cage can has like the can like predict your movements with the robot eyes. I don't think that's. Uh... Oh no 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 no! That's uh, what's his name? I think that was more body language analysis, but that's um, son of a gun. What's his name? It's Apollo and uh, what was his name from Wildstorm? Oh, I don't know. It's the Batman analogy. Who's in a relationship with? Is it Midnight Midnighter? I think it is. Yeah, Midnighter. Where he has like a computer for a brain. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound familiar. Hmm. Uh, wait, did you ever read Wildstorm? <laughs> no, I never did. Oh, okay. Yeah, here we get another big fight scene. All of our oh, what the flip was that? <laughs> when he pulled that guy's head right to the ground, complete twist of that neck. Okay, look at that super strength. Except it makes yeah. sense because he's got nanobots, nanomachine, son. Yeah, he's got Dom's blood. Dom could do that easy, apparently. Totally. Actually, that's also, I think, a point from Metal Gear, one of the Metal Gears, where, like, isn't it? Yeah, one of the, I think it's either Big Boss, or it's one of the, like, main antagonists, they, like, give their blood to, they, they like, create injections of their blood that make the soldiers, like, the, the foot soldiers, like, superhuman as well. Oh. Something like that. I don't, I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, this is this is a solid Fast and Furious chase with a more sci-fi bent. These these bikes are kind of cool. All right, so I'll ask this now because this is all I thought about: which superhuman wins, um, Idris Elba in this, or the third Will Smith in Gemini Man? I think Idris. Okay. Yeah, I think I think he's more resilient. I'm going with uh, I'm going with third. Even though he, like, died pretty quickly, I think third uh, Will Smith and Gemini Man. Because he's faster. <laughs> yeah, but this guy, yeah, I mean, he takes a beating and keeps on, he takes a licking and keeps on kicking, I think is the, the term I was looking for. <laughs> he takes a beating and keeps on leaking. It's not until they actively shut down his program that he dies. See, I was thinking, like, is he electric resilient? Because in something like Deus Ex, which just kind of reminds me of, or at least Human Revolution, is that if you had an amp grenade, like, hurled at you, uh, you could be affected temporarily. So I wonder if they, like, stuck a car battery on him, uh, he would also be affected with his nanomachines. Hmm. That's a good question. They should have tried that. Yeah, I mean, it does remind me a bit of the Deus Ex, and I mean, like, the original Deus Ex uh, nanomachine augments. 
Oh, I like that little jump under the wall. I think that's kind of cool. Well, hey, it's uh, if anybody's like, oh, it seems unreal, superhuman, <laughs> superpowers, it's fine. Well, it was the bike, I think, that did the jump. You, like, press some button. Oh, and right, I forgot that uh, apparently it's not a, he's not into, or Shaw's not into um, Martin's this time. It's now McLaren's. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know who makes, uh, I don't know which country McLaren's are from. Uh, I think it's the UK. Because McLaren, like Mick, is Scottish, isn't it? Yep, yep. Ouch. That guy was between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. I didn't mind that, the fresh turkey hell. That seemed like a rock line. (laughs) (laughs) Holy cats. (laughs) The Terminator line I didn't think was great, but but this is kind of a cool moment. I like what the bike does. This is a Fast and Furious moment. And definitely a the bike moment. Yeah, Fast and Fast and Furious mixed with a more sci-fi, yeah, kind of Terminator-esque moment. I literally thought that this was he was just going to like convert it into like a transformer. Oh, yeah. Like especially when it like I guess reassembles itself into its like, you know, normal form. I was like it almost sounds like, you know, the Michael Bay's um transforming oh. noise. Yep, sounds just like it, I think. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, but thankfully this one doesn't feel as dumb as the Transformers movie. But it does have some some shared elements, yeah. Well, I mean, despite... Oh, wow. Hey, it's like both Shaw brothers. <laughs> so that's where uh, that's where Owen Shaw got the idea for that ramp. Doom buggy. <laughs> I like his rage. It's like, ah, fuck. Yeah, I mean, like... I'm supposed to be a top dog. Exactly. And that's where I'm like, oh yeah, but see, like Third Will Smith and Gemini Man would have like ran to like just huffed and puffed like Alex Mercer and like probably would catch them. Yeah, that was the one that didn't have any emotions or or thoughts, right? That was just kind of the controlled one, just weapon, like mm. inhuman almost at that point. Yeah, that was his down down his downfall. He wasn't wasn't smart enough to think in his own. That's why they kill him so easy. Man, he got there fast. Holy smokes. Yeah. Like, space and time are warping around us. Isn't there, like, a... I mean, we haven't found this out yet, but isn't there kind of, like, a timeline here? Or there's a countdown? Yeah, I think so, yeah. By the way, I kept thinking that this voice, as we hear the, uh... I guess whoever the controller is of this company. I kept thinking... It's the... Oh, go ahead. (laughs) It's the director with a K. Yeah, I kept thinking that this was going to be Ryan Reynolds revealed because the voice occasionally will bleed through and it kind of sounds like Ryan Reynolds at times. Hmm. I wouldn't have thought of that. But I guess they're setting that up for a sequel that I don't know if we'll ever get. Yeah, I don't I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah, there was talks all the way up until last year and then they said that the talks kind of the scheduling didn't work out, and there's currently no plans to move forward, but they're hoping that they'll be. Uh, well, I'd sooner almost want to see like a Pokemon sequel than this. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Again, the Fast and the Furious franchise at this point, these are not my types of movies. But <laughs> but this this one, I, I think I, I'm, I'm more happy with than some of the last few. 
I guess I forgot to ask, but like, would you say that even like with the ones that you didn't like, um, are they still above a Michael Bay film or sorry, the Michael Bay Transformers films to be more specific? Yeah. Shorter, less in your face, obnoxious with terrible humor. I mean, there's some bad humor, but not as bad. So yeah, I would still put all of these above the Michael Bay Transformers. Maybe that first one. And maybe I'd put that above six and seven, but no, no. All these are definitely better. Oh my goodness. It's the it's the laser beam room from Resident Evil. Yep, that's how they should have ended it with him being <laughs> killed in there. I'm like, oh man. It's another British guy getting like <laughs> sliced in half. Another guy that was that people wanted to play Bond. Just like Colin Salmon. Which I wish he is he a, is he also a knight? Has he been knighted? Excuse me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know much about what's what's going on with him in his life these days. I wonder I wonder what uh if Idris will be knighted or not. Yeah, I don't know. I think he needs to do all like okay. He has done so much, so I don't want to throw him under the bus, but like didn't like Helen and, and Judy, they like they were only knighted like I'm not going to say recent, but they were only like knighted within like the past, what, 10 years? Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't really follow that stuff, so I'm, I'm not fair. sure. Yeah, it's the only thing I feel like you would like look that stuff up. Maybe not look this stuff up, but just like, well, actually, yeah, you hate you hate royalty. Never mind. I wouldn't say I hate royalty. I'm just disinterested. Okay. Sorry. Hate is such a strong word. My apologies. Disinterested. Yeah. Yeah, they want to do the royalty thing. That's that's fine. I mean, but what what do I care about what royals do? They want to say that they want to say that uh, God chose them to be rulers. Sure, go ahead. Now that I don't like, yeah, that's manipulating people with their religion. Divine right? What's that? Yeah, that's that's foolishness. <laughs> Just like someone who says that they're, uh... well, maybe I won't get to that. Never mind. It's about to knocking the Pope. <laughs> That I think it's clothesline definitely feels like an ablib. I think it's an okay one. I think that's I think that's all right. Aunt Lisa, there you go. So like again, does your Aunt Lisa know what's going on? Why is she not a character? Yeah, and I guess in Aunt Lisa, that could just be a friend. It might not be a sister. You know what? Well, but here's the thing. I heard like from like Nick Fury, and this is maybe my autistic brain, but my literal brain of like I heard him say like your sister. Hmm. So I'm like, so is she not his sister or what? Like, I get, I know what you mean, where it's just like, you know, it's like, it's, it's a sister to me, but like in a friendly sense almost, but not really. I, I don't know. It's yeah. maybe adopted sister. I don't know. And here we have, uh, yeah, someone that used to be a part of their group and yeah, he's their, their key in. So, so there you go. <laughs> and now we're into the exposition part in the middle where they're just kind of setting up the groundwork for the plot to move forward the boring stuff so you know how a lot of this film series is also unrealistic for depictions of what city streets are like in la and london especially oh how how unrealistic maybe maybe i'm wrong or maybe i maybe i don't know what you mean uh very unrealistic uh well very unrealistic because of like you know the traffic <laughs> Oh, yes. Yes, of course. And Tokyo. Let's not forget. Oh, my 
goodness. <laughs> Potentially the worst example. Let's not get started on that. So I was thinking of this during our, uh, I was just thinking about this and I was like, you know, you know, they're trying to go to exotic locations, wherever that may be. I was like, all right, there's, a, there's absolutely no reason they would come here, but I'm like, okay, if they came to Vancouver, I'd be like, all right, I know exactly when they come to Vancouver. They come to Vancouver after the city approves of the no car zone. When it's just like the car free idea where it's like, there's no cars in the city. So they subvert the whole like chase scene through the city. and just like, ah, nope. Cause there's no cars anywhere on the street. And all there is just cyclists. They want to do a car free thing. Yeah. You don't know about that. Like just certain areas. No, no. Like the entire downtown core, they want to be like car free by like, I think 2040. That's that's yeah. I'd, I'd never heard anything about that. No, that sounds. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think that I can't imagine that'd be right. <laughs> I don't know if like the current. I don't know if like current mayor Ken Sims is like on that or not. But like, that's uh, that's what I've heard. I know they said they wanted to have no gas vehicles in the city. That's maybe what it was. Never mind. Yeah, I think it was twenty fifty. They're hoping. Okay, it was twenty fifty. See, thank you. That's that makes more sense. <laughs> Yeah, because completely car-free, I mean, that just would be, I feel like it would kill the city to some degree. (laughs) I mean, I can sort of see that, but at the same time, there's not that many, like, apartment buildings downtown. Oh, there's there's quite a bit. Apartment buildings. Actually, wait, what am I saying? I'm thinking of the financial district and or the uh, business center. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah, and even around there, there's still quite a few. Yeah, I spend a lot of time down there these days. I mean, I didn't spend much time there for many years, but... And now I go down there quite often. Evidently, I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, no. And we're still in the exposition period. What, what, do you, what were your thoughts so far around this point when you were watching the movie earlier? How are you? How are you? How are you taking it in? Uh, she's gonna live. <laughs> like this yeah. is like any like. Even Deadpool had this as well. It's like, this is like any film. Yeah. She's not going to die. She's not going to like, this is not that kind of film. So I just like, but at the same time, I kind of want to see what's going to happen. And yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I'm charmed by Vanessa Kirby. Like, yeah, definitely. I, I enjoy her presence. I think she's again, gifted, like God gifted beauty. I'll say that. So I'm like, let's just see what she does. Yeah. And were you, uh, how do how do you respond to the the shift with the science science fiction type villain? I mean that guy again. Like I said, he feels like he could be at any superhero movie more than a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> well, you can't say that they're not being over the like ridiculous and over the top now. So I guess it's okay. Yeah, that's how I felt too. I was like, okay, at least they're committing. Now they're just fully saying we're trying to ape the superhero trend, and we're just gonna intermingle it with our fast and furious style so i i can appreciate them being so forward with it maybe this would have been like a little too on the nose but i kind of wish that instead of part-time ski, i guess like statham skis but he was also part of the swim team the one the london like olympic swim team so i was like i kind of wish that he also um he also that, that was like one of his like handlers <laughs> or one of his like side gigs by the way, I don't know why, but I, I do like their, all their disguises. And I like the fact that 
Shaw's such an asshole that he, he just did this to, to Hobbs just to fuck with him. And even had the name, the Mycock Small. Like, yeah, that's the stupid bit. That's part of the juvenile bit. Oh. Oh. But I just like the rock in that outfit. and. Okay, well, I'm yeah, that went over my line. Or that went over my head. <laughs> and I like that they remove the rock and give the two of them a chance to have a moment, brother and sister. Be siblings? Yeah. I like that. And that's the nice thing about this movie. Is there's a lot of attention to building up the character dynamics, something I've been sorely missing in the past few Fast and Furious movies. You mean like what we've wanted since... Uh, like six? <laughs> three? Yeah, I guess three. Yeah. I mean, there was some okay stuff there. Well, with Han and Sean, I guess. Yeah, and, and then five had some okay stuff too. Four kind of had stuff. I mean, I I at least yeah. like the fact that four tried to tackle some of the fallout from one all those years back, even though if it was, you know, yeah, recycling a stupid long time ago. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I appreciate they're finally getting to this or tr- trying to return the focus to characters instead of big bombastic plots in action. Which, of course, yeah, Chris Morgan is still the writer in this. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he felt like coming into this with so much less baggage that he could spend more time on the characters. I definitely agree with that. Again, I, I ain't saying that he's a hack. It's just obviously some... There's just some parts of the series that I'll disagree with him over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To, to, uh, listen in to our previous episode if you want to hear the yeah our frustrations with some, some choices for characters. Some, uh, yeah... But yeah, I too have been yeah feeling more engaged this time around than the previous batch. Oh, have you now? Nope. And some of it could just be from seeing Idris on screen. I I just find this actor just so enjoyable. I think he's way attractive. I think he's got charm to spare, even in kind of forgettable bit roles. And I think he brings a little bit of pathos to this this role. I mean, he is clearly a full believer in this this organization and even to the point where he wants to you know very much kill Shaw for you know killing him but he's still willing, willing to put that revenge aside to support the cause and try to convert these two I like that little wrinkle as well I think that adds a little bit more to him yeah I noticed that too I was like all right there's there's actual subtleties to this character that we haven't seen with other antagonists for a, a while so I, I'll give it a, I'll give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Although here we go with a bit that I didn't really. This is one of the four to ten that did not work, with the talking about he's like the balls on a bulldog and trying to impregnate his sister. Which again, like, maybe maybe it's just me, but I almost like don't see the chemistry between the two. Yeah, I think it's there subtly. Once they they start introducing it more, it you know heightens up a lot. But early on, it does just seem like a a thing to increase their rivalry of like, oh, stay away from my sister. Oh, you know, I'll go after her just to piss you off. 
But then Hobbs is such a charming guy that he wouldn't go after her for that. Oh, yeah, no. Like, right here. Where it's like, if she chooses to come after me, then I'll go with her. But he's not going to be like Tej in Rome, hound dogging. Oh, yeah, no, he's the opposite, which I like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what was the 1955 reference? I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> when was the Fast and the Furious again? Uh, I think it was around then. It might have been 56. I was going to say, it was either 56 or 7. Yeah, maybe I'll look that up. Yeah, why not? Okay, wait, that was a Corman film, right? Yep. I think we should do that one. Uh, if you want to do it, I'll, I'll be willing to do it. Yeah. 1954. You were, you were the one that said, you were the one that said, uh, I cannot believe that we have gone this long, 200 episodes plus, and we have not talked about Roger Corman. It's true. Yeah. I do want to get to some Corman. That's not great Corman, but, but we can absolutely do it at the end of this. If you'd like. That's fair. And if that has to be a discussion, I can accept that. Probably a discussion. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then all of a sudden Kevin Hart shows up. I'm like, what the flip? Like I had no idea. Yeah. I was shocked. I had no clue he was in this. I was like, dang. Yeah. And at first I put up the guard. I was like, oh, I, oh God, I don't want to see Kevin Hart in this. Usually I find his comedy so obnoxious, but I think he's honestly okay here. Yep. Yep. No, he's he's dialing it back from like now I'm not saying I disagree with his or his comedic persona. I'm trying to think of a politically correct way to say it, or at least the, the right way to say oh, it. No. <laughs> oh no. No, 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 don't worry. I just um like I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know, or at least I'm trying to think of the wordage to use, because there's a you know, a clever way of, of, of saying this. Hmm. And yeah, I guess, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say that his whole routine is is my cup of tea. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that he's not funny. He's, I mean, dude's popular, so like, obviously he's funny to a lot of people. And this is how I feel about most comedians. Most comedians, stand-up comedians, they sh- they're hired to do the bit that they mastered on the stage with stand-up. And they just bring that to every role, and you they're not even playing characters, they're just playing that comedian in a a movie themselves yeah and normally i just find that in some ways distasteful it just i can see through the the hours and hours of crafting this character and i just find it distracting and off-putting but for whatever reason i think he's he's charming enough here during this this brief moment although i do think they go on a little bit long with it yeah I'll, i'll admit that i think it's like it was a little bit long. I was like, oh man. And then like we cut to this part. Like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will say, I kind of, I kind of hope to maybe, maybe I've, I've not like done my research, but I would like to see Kevin in like a very serious role. similar to like, you know, some of the serious roles that uh, Adam Sandler has taken on because comedians are the best when it comes to dramatic roles. Surprisingly. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Okay. Sorry. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see if he's capable of it. Yeah. But uh yeah, our poor little scientist buddy. Yeah, now he's he's getting introduced to this flamethrower to try to be forced to help them complete the project. Did you ever see the movie The Thing? 
And then he also continues, did you know that was based off of a book called Who Goes There? And it was based off of your life. Kill it with fire. And it just burns him up. Uh, I was going to say, no, it was uh, it was also covered by the novice. Okay, that was a shameless point. <laughs> yeah, and another little setup here. We introduce him to the, the flamethrower as his... Moscow. I like their logos for the locations here. Yeah. I think the flare is kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's fair. I'm like, yeah, hold on, yeah. And here we get this character, the one that I do feel like is introduced without much. I don't really get to know her. I mean, she's a side character, I get that, but I'm like, are information broker, dealer? Yeah. There's just not enough, but it, there obviously is, I guess, history between her and, and Deckard. Yeah, but their big makeout sesh. Oh, wait, who is this actor? By the way, um, I th- I've I don't I didn't look her up, but I think she was in Godzilla vs. Kong. I think she was the the daughter. Oh, that's the daughter. That's the I daughter. Think. Right? Okay. Yeah. You're. I think. Yeah. I think you're right. Maybe I'll look her up now. <laughs> we'll say I love Hattie's reaction to him, like to the makeout <laughs> session. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> I think like her the look on her face was priceless. <laughs> Yeah, and this, you know, they've they've done this before, where they introduce a character without giving us too much, and then they come back and later could be better. So, so if they use her later, maybe that'll, maybe they could do more with her. Yeah, it's not swaying me as much as Suki and Jimmy from Too Fast, or even Hector from the first Fast and Furious. Yeah, I feel like she's on the Hector level, but yeah, Jimmy and Suki are better, and even that guy from the seventh one. Oh yeah, the uh, the guy in Abu Dhabi. I liked him more than her, but and here we have the Mick Jagger setup. A second of these little flashbacks to their use, but this one actually comes in handy later. Hey, where's Owen? Exactly, where's Owen? Maybe he was already. <laughs> I wonder if Owen was older or no? He's he's middle brother or middle sibling. Yeah, he's the he's the middle one. Yep, that was her, and then she, the following year, she was in Bloodshot with uh, Vin Diesel. Oh, that's right, yeah. The movie I forgot all about until just now. (laughs) Ah, for pit's sakes, I also thought she was, which is even funnier, because I was like, is that that, um, Mila Dobrev, who was, you know, also in, like, Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage, and I was like, no, it's not. Oh, interesting. My apologies. It says that she was also in uh, Alita Battle Angel, although I don't remember her character in it. Oh, wait, I think I know which one she was. I think she was one of the cyborgs. Oh, okay. No. I know that's, that's so generic to say, but I'm like, I, I think she was like one of the... I think she was like one of the first cyborgs Alita fought. And it was just like her face and the rest of her body was CGI. I think it's. I think this is one of the scenes that starts to introduce more of their chemistry. I didn't look up, by the way, if those were actual Nietzsche or Bruce Lee quotes. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> and I feel like I should know my latter um, quotes more than my former ones. I'm still working on my <laughs> former quotes. 
since I'm a uh, fan of Nietzsche and nihilism. <laughs> not not surprising for you. Again, sense. <laughs> people have even myself have like diluted nihilism to be something that's negative. It's not. Yeah. It's inherent of like either positive nor negative. Actually, I think it's more positive than negative. <laughs> oh, and here we go. Yeah, it's time to go to the nuclear silos. Well, that's kind of a given in like any David Leach film, right? Like Atomic Blonde. <laughs> I guess that's fair. I don't remember if Deadpool two got. Into I don't know. That's that's, that's stupid. Fit in the joke, yeah. I didn't see Deadpool two, so I have no idea. Oh yeah, I forgot you didn't watch that one. That's that's not even out of like. Just apathy. Yeah, it wasn't even out of like. Yeah, it's just apathy. Like at that point, it's like it's not even because it's you know a Marvel film. It's just like I'm good. Like <laughs> I'm I'm literally good. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get there one day. I'm sure we will. With all these superhero movies to get to one day. Oh, what a unrealistic scene of skydiving. <laughs> Sorry. It's fair. And I can say that because I skydived before. <laughs> And it looked really CGI'd, too, which doesn't help. The one from Fallout looked better. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't these movies we've compared and said that they've been trying to emulate Mission Impossible, but none of them have ever gotten anywhere near Mission Impossible. Dude, even well, that's me. I don't. I don't think. I don't think you. It's me more, not you. No, I, I definitely mentioned that they were. You know, that was the model that they were trying to cover with some Mission Impossible. Oh, okay. Never mind. Because we were talking about how they were trying to be Oceans, then they tried to be Mission Impossible and Bond. So this has been a franchise that's been spending a lot of its time following others and trying to emulate. Whereas something like Mission Impossible, I feel like is trying to trying to be a genre definer to some degree in a number of points in that that franchise. Even the Halo jump from Godzilla 2014, I think, felt a little more plausible. Oh yes, definitely. And less and less CGI heavy. Yeah, this is this is just a stylish cartoon action movie. And again, that's that's not my I, I'm not into these these kind of action movies. I feel like a lot of them just it just feels so unrealistic to the point of just being like, if this, if this was a cartoon, maybe I enjoyed it more. But a cartoon with real people in it just doesn't interest me as much and all the fake CGI stuff. Ah, but again, this one does feel more charming than some of the previous Fast and Furious stuff. See, I'm surprised that they didn't detect anything from her, like like any tracking devices when they like brought her in. Like they didn't scan her uh, for anything, like you know, that would lead somebody else to like finding her. Well, you see, she took off her cross necklace and. She put it on a, a cage of someone in a prison, and oh uh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh wait, I think I'm getting these mixed up. Uh, this was a scene in a in, as a trailer. Yeah, I guess it makes sense they would use this. Um, and between like you know these two rooms or whatnot, I think I prefer the one from Tenet more. Yeah, and P.S. I'm I'm almost positive that I saw a boom mic in a shot during this scene. We already passed it. Oh man! It was right when Hobbs opened the door. There's a tiny speck of black at the top of the screen that it pulled up really quickly. 
And I was like, could that have possibly been a boom mic? <laughs> yeah, I can accept it in this scene. But, you know, then there's, of course. The, oh, God. Did you see it again? Or no, it's the CGI face replacement on Jason Statham just looked horrible. That's weird, because, again, the guy can do his stunts. It was when he was jumping off the wall. Oh, yeah, the parkour. Yeah, I guess the parkour stunt double. Yeah, it, it looked just terrible, but. I think this is kind of, I think it's a little bit charming this moment. Not great, a little bit charming. And Jason Statham does he's got a good uh physique during these kind of scenes. I can see why he has a career in action movies. There's the yeah, there's a reason why like, you know, I don't know if there's I guess there's a bit of transporter in here. Yeah, I guess that that franchise got to be added to our list too. I'm I've always been curious to see those. I saw the remake with, or the reboot with um, Ajax in it. Mm-hmm. Did it suck? Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd sooner go back and watch the raid than that. Of course, you always do that. You always compare it to one of the best examples of the, the action genre. <laughs> Any generic movie. What is it about the raid that works? Heck, even Marantau, if you still remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I try not to compare, you know. I know that's, that's my problem there, but I'm well. Okay, my question is, what is is it? Be, this film has personality. What is it that the what that like that Marantau gets right? Well, maybe not right, but like that makes you be like, ah, you know, I I enjoy this. Although I guess you do enjoy this as well. I always prefer martial arts movies with a grounded story than bombastic comedy action movies. With unrealistic action that just seems like it couldn't exist in any reality. A lot of those martial arts, arts flicks are unrealistic, but they still feel grounded enough that they could exist in the real world. Again, these movies just kind of feel like cartoon shows with real people in them. And that's, I just, I find that illusion hard to accept. And that's not even to say that there isn't like comedy in some of those films, but it's not like, you know, it's just a side. Like, it's just like... Yep. It's not the main focus. It's just like, oh, there's like a little like bit of comedy here. So, Yeah, and if you look at something like the Jackie Chan, a lot of his early martial arts films, I mean, he would have a lot of physical comedy in those too. But it still felt more grounded than an Idris Elba robot man <laughs> running around with glowing eyes where he can predict everyone's moves. You know, and, and just wave his hand at a gunshot and the bullets fly off. So, I get, I get this this kind of movie is not, this is not something I would just be watching in my spare time just for my own enjoyment. But for, for what it is, you know, for the, this kind of movie, I think it's, you know, a better example. Pretty sure it made money, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, all these movies have made money. Yeah, they're all big earners. Why do you think they keep making them? <laughs> And people love them. I, I'm pretty sure the Fast and Furious is, yeah, one of those big franchises that brings in a lot of a lot of people. I mean, I said we were going to do this, so like obviously because there was some interest there, which there is. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know where where do you fall on these these types of movies? Do you feel like these are? Do you feel like they all they're also not really 
for you or or can you be more swayed to check them out i think i can be more swayed but it's the martial arts and the you know how you shoot the martial arts that like make me go oh let's go yeah but for me i'm not really feeling it with this but that's a like you know respectable like i'll pass Mm. yeah and that's fair i i I don't think this is going to be a movie that, you know, I'm going to remember too well or one that I'm going to come back to just because I want to watch a fun action movie, you know, (laughs) but, but, but for the Fast and the Furious at this point in the series where I feel like they really ground their, their, their tires are definitely very worn out at this point. You mean almost on fire like the last film? Yes. Yeah. I feel like this one still has some newness and some some things to hold on to Vanessa uh, Kirby being one of the strong standouts here and Idris. I think Idris just brings his own charm. Oh yeah. Here we go with humanity sucks and blah, 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 blah. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. I would see. Here's the problem. I was one of you guys. I used to be like you (laughs) Idris or sorry. Brixton, I used to be like you. I was definitely like this kind of guy where I, I would say all these big words and then I realized, uh, oh, wait, I'm just like complaining at clouds. Like I'm not making any real change, even though I guess yeah. he's trying to. And so you joined a death cult uh, and became a super soldier. Uh, no, I started, I, I joined you on a podcast. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also his line about, you know, humanity will wipe itself out by 2096. B U L L S H I T. That is like complete and utter fa- like falseness. Like that is. Yeah, where's he getting that from? That is total BS. Like you know, everything that Cipher said about like axioms and fate and you know, there's there's two types of like algorithm, whatever it was she was spewing last film. Like a lot of chaos theorists. I don't know if it's chaos theorists, mm-hmm. but a lot of those like kind of mathematicians and whatever that theory field of theory study is they could probably roll their eyes at that. It's like the whole thing with like um, the speech that the guy makes in fast five about like the Portuguese and how that was actually inaccurate with, you know, Brazilian history. This yeah. is complete nonsense. We are 8 billion people rising for pit sakes. Even by 2096, <laughs> we are like, even if we drop down to 6 billion, our, our species is still like survived. Like there is no way we're extinct by 96. Yeah. 2096, excuse me. That is really dumb. I would think by even the most generous margins, you know, at least 10,000 years or more. No, more. Yeah, more. More, more than that. Yeah, it would take a complete unexpected disaster like a media another meteor coming uh you know what okay wait wait there is okay one thing it's called but many of them there's there's one thing that we can do and we have we you you know exactly what it is caleb say with me mutual mass destruction mutually assured destruction excuse me yeah yeah i guess that that could theoretically do it i don't know if it could wipe out the species no 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 no, but it could yeah drive us into severe decline was it asimov who said or it was somebody who said that the war world war four is going to be fought with sticks and stones yeah yes yeah that's which i believe no i I believe so 
our species will still survive the you know those who survive and the generations afterwards it's going to be interesting yeah and that that is the problem as i was mentioning how you know he believes in the cause but when you finally get down to what the cause is it feels just as vague as the last villain cypher it's kind of like I, I wish that there was more there otherwise it just feels you know indistinct again but like like they did with cypher as well they they brought in a quality actor who has their own charm to carry a somewhat generic villain again so so at least they're making some smart directorial choices like that oh here's a little mick jagger callback there we go okay here's here's another thing where i was like should Idris be picking up on is he only like good with attack prediction or like body language analysis or can he also pick up if they're like speaking code like he can read the like their facial movements is like okay they're they're preparing for something they're stalling for time almost Yes, that's that's what's bothering me. It's so obvious that they're stalling for time that it's anyone in that room you would think would know, but especially Idris, and they would just be like, "Okay, shut up, shut up. We're just gonna zap you now. Stop, <laughs> stop doing this." But everyone just stands there like a deer in the headlights, like in any dumb comedy. You know what I might do? I might like rent and watch Snake Eyes after this. I don't know why. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll be impressed by that one. I don't know. It's got its strengths and its negatives. Got it. I like this part, though, that it's seated, that they have, like, an ID. Well, it's not ID, but the, the fingerprint scanner idea, that's that's in there. I kind of like that science fiction idea. Yeah, I like the subversion, and it takes this nerd guy to be the, the one to save them all. I think that's an unexpected moment. Now I'm the one with the machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. And then he goes on a murderous rampage, and fair enough. <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> I love the smell of burning corpses in the morning. Yeah. Don't remember this scene from the thing, or who goes there, but... Oh, just wait till the remake, the new remake. The action <laughs> remake. I mean, the 2011 film kind of had action in it, right? Uh... You're right. Yeah, it was leaning more into action schlock a little bit. And hey, can't be a Fast and Furious movie without vehicles. Yep, yeah, they, they try to integrate it. Okay, this is a little weird, but when I watched all these extras, ah, maybe they are... Look at, look at those guys back there, like, yeah. in between these, like, um, storage tanks or whatever they are. They were firing, like towards yep. their comrades i'm like what's going on here with the extras like i guess they're I was, firing at i was thinking what the hell could they possibly be firing at <laughs> just like, firing uh, like there's there's obviously it, it seems like they're being invaded but they're not but they're yeah they're not there's maybe that guy with the flamethrower just happily walking past there would he be like <laughs> eviscerated as if he was being shot at by the ed 209 he, he would have been if a couple guards hadn't run right up to him at the time and they took all the bullets. Yeah, I'm just my fanfic now. Speaking of which, who wins in a fight, Robocop or uh, Idris Elba's character here? Uh, Idris, I think. I think Robocop would be fucked up. He's very clunky. He he can't run. Actually. He can't turn very quickly. 
Yeah, he would. Yeah. Uh, you know what? No, I think I'm gonna still give it to Robocop just because he's got that like pike in his fist. So as soon as like Brixton gets in front of him or gets like grapples with him, he just like quickly gets his um gets his knuck ready and like goes in and shivs him. He could do, but I do like that line. That some bitch is really is Black Superman. That was another part in the trailer as well, where Idris says, like, I'm the Black Superman, and then Rock also goes, he really is the Black Superman, but I feel like it was a different scene that the Rock set it in, but... Oh, no, not that again. But for a reason, I, I, I thought that was a little bit charming. Drones, we got drones again. Yeah, and, and more desaturated color climax. Even though this isn't the climax, but it feels like it. It's the first climax. Yeah. I think the I think the second climax or maybe the well actually there's three climaxes there's the first climax the second climax and the third climax and the second one has a lot more color to it yeah yeah so I guess I can forgive them for that but this is a bland setting for this this big fight we can dispute the third <laughs> and how how lucky for them they landed right on that track up there uh, it was predetermined by fate as you know yeah no fate boy make it for yourself exactly it was cypher cypher stepped in and she determined it somehow (laughs) i don't know i'm just i'm drunk now you know i actually thought that this movie was i forgot idris was in this film so i was like isn't this a film where they just go after cypher uh that is not true yeah i'm completely incorrect it's not like that spinoff of the blacklist where it's just like you know, those two side characters and the Phoenix going, or Jean Grey going after, like, that one character from the series. Yeah, I guess it is quite quite similar to Cypher in some ways. Another one part of some vague uh, tech organization, it seems like. Because Cypher's, their little terrorist cells seem to be very technologically focused. And both want to wipe out some part of the population for for some reason yeah except this one maybe makes a little more sense potentially i think so they at least give us a little bit more information yeah but these movies are sure getting generic in a lot of ways (laughs) (laughs) their plots their cyclings yeah that's my writing style (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what you like to do, just recycle the same plots over and over. Trust me, one day I'll let you read some of my scripts and you'll be like, <laughs> Isaac, you, not hack, but you're just recycling the exact same like ideas over again. <laughs> well, maybe it's just trying to get it right. I mean, that's true. Maybe that's what Chris, Chris is doing. I just, just go back to one. Like I've, I've said this before and I say it again, just go back to the first one. Yeah, I wonder if they'd ever remake it. I mean, they've escalated so high. They've gone to complete banana town. This moment, I think, is okay. Can you, like, get off me? I need to see the road. <laughs> but it was almost like he noticed her. Like, oh, yeah, you're more hot than I realized. <laughs> I mean, she she certainly sold the moment of, like, oh, man, he's attractive. Yeah. Um, and The Rock was like, uh, uh, <laughs> again, you're, you're kind of in my way. Like, please move. Yeah. I like to, to like just a little quiet moment there. I think that was okay. Yeah, no, fair enough. 
Boy, this uh, this commentary is sure riveting for our audience or for our listeners. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how that's going to turn out. Yeah, and I can't believe there's still so much more to go. This feels like the end. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and that that is the complaint. Uh, so many martial arts centric movies, they cap out like ninety minutes. Yep. Maybe an hour forty, but these big action movies are so bloated always and yet i sometimes want more from those films but that's the point is that you get only like you know this 90 minutes and that's it It'll leave you wanting more i always think that's a good thing for a film i agree with you not leave you checking your watch and feeling exhausted by the end like who boy which so many of these modern blockbuster action films feel the need to do And leave the leave the recorder running like I usually do. Yes, yes, you're you're up there with the action directors. Yeah, it's almost like I want to direct an action film. Wait. <laughs> and to be fair, the raid two was. I mean, that thing is long as hell. That's like that is long. And I think it mostly works. I feel like that one, it could have been shorter. I definitely it could have been shorter, but I think it mostly works. I think you need to rewatch it. <laughs> But I think you also might be right. That was that was Evans trying to bring in a script that he wanted to do for a long time. And so he found a good way of like, all right, I guess I'll just combine it with like the sequel to The Raid. Hmm. Yeah, it felt oh it felt overstuffed, but in a way that mostly worked. I just felt like it could have shaved off maybe fifteen minutes, but And I still need to watch Gangs of London, but I'm pretty sure that's just like the Raid Two spiritual successor, but done in a television series. Yeah, interesting. Which I'm really excited for, even though it's already out. Yeah. You know, what if it literally was like her coming to her choice of just like, I'm just going to do it. Like, double tap me, or I'm going to double tap myself. Yeah, it would have been too bad because then we wouldn't get to see her again in a, a sequel that I'm sure we'll have to cover. Jeez, how cynical! <laughs> Jeez, like, come on, man! Like, I'm not saying this because I don't want her on screen, but it's just like, but what if the character actually? This was just to like also make a statement of like, what if she did choose to like, you know, go in peace? Like, it's like, all right, well, speaking of Terminator, we'll, we'll like take you to like the steel mill. <laughs> just feed that theme in. I need a vacation. Did one of those guys from John Wick direct Terminator Salvation? I feel like one of them had something to do with that. Salvation? Oh, man. Or, or sorry, uh, Dark Fate. Oh, wasn't it Tim Miller? I, th- I think so. Maybe I'll look it up. Yeah, but at this point, I don't, I don't even mind if we turn this into, like, you know, what we did with the Return of the 36 Chambers. <laughs> oh, what's that? I don't remember. Uh, that was our, like, Samoa. That was our, um, what is it called? We basically just like shot the shed basically the whole time and didn't really talk about what's on the screen. So I'm like, I don't mind turning this into a discussion. Yeah, what's Tim Miller? And here we are heading heading to uh, the home of the, uh, is it the Anoa'i? I don't know how to say that. Wrestling family. Uh, how, how do you say that? I, I can't even forget it right now. Uh... Like it's, but it's, it's the rocks. Like 
it's his, yes. his, 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 his actual like family right yes uh yeah it's it's in it's in roman reigns last name isn't it like that's his real yep. name yeah oh and here we get a recap with um kevin hart i wish he wasn't on the toilet i definitely don't think we needed that i didn't actually see that until like we were in the bathroom I'm like you know didn't see that any from out of, i that came out of nowhere yeah i don't mind him going on this time where it's like oh here's all my different ways to contact me like linkedin i thought that worked but yeah definitely the toilet bit that i didn't need and that's it that's it also wouldn't these guys be jet lagged from like the change of times never mind what am i i'm i'm doing that thing called thinking again yep and don't forget you're supposed to check your brain in at the uh, the ticket teller and you know give you a ticket then you pick it up at the end of the movie <laughs> and they're like what's your name it's just han <laughs> And you're just like, oh, he's like, oh, okay, pass me your ticket. Come on, these brain dead morons. Uh, oh, you <laughs> seem like you're alone. So you're Han Solo. Oh, no. Those are the kind of jokes that the ticket tellers would say because the people are, yeah, too brain dead to get them. Dude, I mean, like, come on, wouldn't you be as well? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's a very mundane job. Same with the DMV. Okay, I'm getting my one finger ready. Because here's my tribal chief right there in the background. It's Roman Reigns, my buddy. Well, it's that, and there's the Fire Lord as well, so... Yeah. Well... I'm acknowledging both of them. And also a tribal chief in Way of Water. Oh, yes, that's right, yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's the chief in several different ways. Yeah, it's nice to hear Cliff Curtis with his real accent here. Always appreciate this guy a lot. It's Roman. I agree with you. Who is smaller than I thought he'd be in comparison to his cousin. Oh yeah, he looks he looks a lot different here, a lot younger. I mean maybe well, I mean also in height. Like but yeah, his see, is that his actual actually I don't think that's his like is that his actual mother? I I don't I wouldn't think so, but I don't know maybe maybe that's a little bit too insensitive. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I like her. She's a, she's a very nice lady. Oh yeah, she's got that like firecracker kind of energy, dude. If like you like to see if like you know if The Rock were to still do another sequel with Van and not rip his throat out, um, I would <laughs> definitely want like. Dom to be in the presence of her because I think she's a really like her and Dom would probably get along real well. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that would be really nice actually. I think this whole shift, the the movie basically takes takes like a big tonal shift here. I think that's appreciated. I I think it works okay. And yeah. And not only that, but like it gets way more colorful. Yep. With the setting. And I think I think Dom would definitely fit in well with this group. I mean, maybe he'd be too much of like I need to be the alpha dog. I would hope not. I really, I really hope not, because uh, that might cause some issues. But I mean, that's always the case whenever he goes elsewhere. But I feel like hopefully there there'd be a shine of respect. Yeah. Yeah, I like all the. I mean, that's what Uso here too. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, because him and uh, the mom would you know definitely have one thing in common. They're 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 people of, of family. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's quite charming. 
in all the the flavor of this this new island setting again feels really new for this this franchise which has been so stagnant it's nice to have a completely different flavor thrown in yeah and it's not an outsider by the way it's literally like the rock showing off his lineage which is awesome yeah i think that's really cool too yeah though hey man you can't you can't forget where like i mean that's that's your lineage i ain't throwing you down there but don't forget that you also come from new scotland (laughs) oh we're talking about me no i'm talking about no i'm talking about the rock oh (laughs) i was like well i'm confused just because you mentioned Scotland, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I meant... Well, because wasn't Rocky Johnson from Nova Scotia? Oh, I, I don't know. That's... Hmm. thought he was. Yeah, maybe I'll look him up. He's in New Scotland or he's New Brunswick. It's just funny. Like, his dad's from, like, the East Coast. <laughs> well, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, he's an East Coast bud, but, like... Yeah, let's find out. Seen Stampede? I'm sure he was in Stampede. He was in Stampede. It wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I guess you just look up Rocky Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, Nova Scotia, Amherst. He's a uh, he's a new he's like I said he's a uh, he's a like you got you got your roots in New New Scotland there, bud. There you go. Yeah. Did he get an Order of Canada? Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. Probably not. I feel like he should have. Yeah, I'm looking, but I don't see it anywhere. No. It's funny is that I also don't see the Usos here. That would have been funny if like they showed up. Yeah, I, w- I was hoping that the Usos would show up. Even though again, the Usos is like brother in their language, so yeah, <laughs> just like uh, what? <laughs> the Uso brothers, the brothers' brothers, what? Yeah, and they've been down since day one. Sorry, that's just yeah. Never mind. That's, no, that's a that's reference fine. to their opening. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've said this before, but like, who else was part of the Rock family as well? Rikishi. Yeah, Rikishi Umaga. Was he also? Uh, Yokozuna. Yeah. Dang, I didn't know Umaga was part of the Rock family. Yeah, Yokozuna. That's a big family he's got. Yeah, big family. Absolutely. Here's their shop. Everyone, everywhere there's cars. And there's Roman again. Roman shows up so much throughout this this stuff. He's always in the background and never has a line. You know what? You you are absolutely right in that he's a lot smaller here. Yeah. And we would know. We've seen him in person. We, we, we saw Roman. That guy's huge, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, he's the same height. Or yeah, I think Rock is a little bit taller. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, Reigns is huge. And I'm pretty sure at this point in his WWE career, he was still wearing blue eyes because they made him wear um, contacts with blue eyes early on in his career for some reason. Oh, are you kidding me? What the fudge? I don't know why. I don't know what they were thinking. I thought maybe, I think maybe they think it would make him a prettier looking baby face if he was like, didn't have the dark eyes or something. But thankfully, they they got rid of that. It's just jarring. <laughs> All right, here's my question: Reigns versus Paul. Paul. Yeah. Uh, Paul Walker. <laughs> Maybe I'm. No, as in Roman. Uh, Roman, as in Logan Paul. Oh, oh, yeah. I think they did that. They did. 
I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, I, I feel like they did, but I don't know. Come on, that would be like something, right? I feel like they did it in Saudi Arabia. Let me look it up. Of course they did it in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I think it was a Crown Jewel event. Yeah, and they got to go back to the old school techniques. They, they don't have, they're not allowed guns here, so. Seems like they're taking a, uh, a piece from Black Panther. There you go. Albeit they don't have guns, which I like the reason for, by the way. I do like the fact that, like, you know, guns kind of ruin the family, as, as Mama was saying. So it's like, no guns. It's like, hey, that's fair. Yep, they did it in Crown Jewel back in November. <sighs> yeah, and it was a good match. Yeah, it was. Uh, wow. Yeah. Another person that Roman Reigns just smashed right through. It was a good match. It was a long match, but. Who the hey is going to be? Sami Zayn. I'm calling it now. Sami Zayn's going to do it. Well, he already lost. Roman already beat Sami, and he beat. Darn it. Cody. Yeah, they. He has like no one now that can, <laughs> but how much longer before you think it's like, it's, it's stagnant. Like it's, it's like, all right, we've seen enough. Oh, I've thought it was stagnant time and time again. And then time and time again, they bring it back around and I'm once again intrigued. So I don't know. They, they keep, they keep fooling me. <laughs> oh, they're doing something right. I'll say that. And it's just the strength of Roman as a performer. He, he's just, fantastic so even though i am frustrated that they keep holding on to him he's just too damn good that it's like okay i'll i can't be mad at you <laughs> there he is again he's everywhere he's always in the background here but they never give him a line i was surprised by that i'm like oh by this point like you you'd think that i mean i i do appreciate i guess that the rock is putting his family in the movie yeah, and see, that's why they didn't give him a line. And they know Roman Reigns is, he's always in God mode, so they wouldn't want him to overshadow his cousin. <laughs> what if that happens where, like, The Rock just shows up and is like, all right, cousin, that's it, and taking the championship away from you? That's what they claim that, that they're waiting for. They're hoping to get a match with The Rock or dethrone him. No way. No way. I don't see it happening, but they claim. I like a little fist pump there. All roads lead home. <laughs> Time is certainly of the essence here. But I do like, I actually really like the plan that uh, Hattie and Deck come up with about like disabling the guns because they have like an ID lock feature. I think that's honestly really brilliant. Yeah, nice little piece of setup. Oh, is that the Rock's dad right there in the background? I think that was Johnson in the background. Oh, wow. He thinks. I think, but... Uh, there's also that Cobra poster. Yeah, in 48 hours. That's him. That was. Yep. Yeah, no, that's Johnson. Yeah. That was. That was the new. New. Uh, yeah. New Scotland boy himself. Oh wow, that's a nice little tribute there. That's 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 sweet. And again, I think it's a nice tribute overall that they they did this. And I wonder how much influence the Rock had over them setting this here. This little celebration of his culture. Can I just say that this feels way more like. This, this, like, yeah, this whole thing seems more colorful, and I prefer this whole, like, being set in Samoa over when, like, Sonic 2 was in, like, Hawaii. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I just had to bring that up. I was not, like, 
like sure it was actual Hawaii. They didn't like even though they still filmed in Parksville, they were like or sorry, Lady Smith, not Parksville. They filmed in Lady <laughs> Smith. They they also filmed in Hawaii. So I was like, but they didn't. I don't know if they like did a lot with Hawaii. Whereas this is like no. now this feels like it needs to be in Hawaii. They mainly used it for jokes with the wedding stuff, and that was yeah. And I'll say, um, I I think this half of the movie is definitely the better side of it. They start to pull back from the the focus on the bickering. And so it has more chances to land when they use it. And yeah, I, I like the setting and I feel like their even romance comes into its own a little bit better in this part of the movie too. Oh, I agree. I actually agree with you. I think like as soon as they like drop everything and leave Europe and they come here, it's like, oh my goodness, the movie has a life again. Yeah. Yeah, so that's nice. Uh, you know, it started to get a little flabby in the middle, a little bit boring in the middle, and they could bring it back around for the last section. So it looked like The Rock went in. I kind of wish he didn't. I wish he actually was like, oh, okay. I, 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 I'm I, okay that she was the one that initiated the kiss, but I wish that he was like, whoa, was not expecting that. Yeah, that might have been nice. Maybe that's just me, because it looked like he did go in for it, and it was more like, you know, The Rock going in for, like, you know, acting, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it, it was his, uh, not take, but he was like, anyways. Yeah, trying to be respectful or something. Yeah. Or it should have been, like, a look of, like, shock. Like, they didn't tell him, like, she's going to kiss you, so it's like, whoa. And then, like gets the reaction of like, huh? And they just leave it in there. So this is a science fiction device that takes 30 minutes. So when it comes to pulling out plasma from the blood, if you're like doing a plasma drain, um, I've been told by the blood works that's at a blood bank that it takes about two hours because they have to cycle the blood and sift or sift through the blood and the plasma i believe this is two hours i could be wrong and just because you know they don't, they're not draining the body dry they're just trying to like you know filter it through so they take the plasma from the blood so you're saying that science fiction device is is inaccurate uh unless it has like a super magnet of some sort that pulls every single bit of like nano machines or whatever it is out of her system I guess it's not nano. Is it? Well, I guess it could be nano machines because like nano machines don't necessarily mean metal. It just means like yeah, because you can make machines from you know organics potentially. Weird little cyborg beings, but <laughs> anyways, you know, I, it, it would take a while to sift through her entire body, given that your body has you know, you know, quite a bit of blood. I forget the total amount. Hey, and you know, I, I remember about another robot uh, virus. In uh, No Time to Die, if you remember that. That's what I was also thinking. You're right. I was like, oh, yeah. So this, because when they said, like, uh, I think it was Ryan Reynolds, he's like, yeah, this, like, virus, you know, like, it's like the perfect killer or something like that. It, like, turns your insides out or whatever it is. Not turn your insides out, but it, like, it melts down your insides. Um, Yeah. I'm like, ah, even though it's not the same thing, but that does kind of remind me of what the plot was for No Time to Die, but. Hey, that film was supposed to be released before the pandemic, so... There you go. might have been, yeah. Or during pandemic, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like 2021. Or maybe it was 20... 
20? I, I, I guess I think it got delayed a bunch. I can't remember when they were going to release it originally. Yeah, the joke was no time to come out. <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying that, yeah. And here we go having a little reprieve with the two of them. Her kind of reconciling that a lot of his past was just fabricated. So it's nice to have a little moment here before they, you know, could both potentially die to make good. I don't think it's necessarily hugely resonant, but you know, it, you know, it's 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 nice to have some quieter moments. Do the characters change in this film? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, she didn't want to have any, anything to do with him. He didn't really want to have anything to do with her either. So they kind of, yeah, rekindled that. Hobbs and him definitely have a, you know, a change of heart towards each other. And even with this villain here, they they kind of have a... Uh, Shaw and, and him have a bit of a change in dynamic too by the end. But I guess we'll save that because now we're getting the the big Samoan battle sequence. And I do think it's funny that we see the rock kind of stripped down into more traditional kind of outfit. And then very quickly he changes back into his regular gear for seemingly no reason. But I guess we'll get to that. <laughs> I was a little confused by that, especially when I realized he was wearing pants yeah. underneath there. I'm like, what? <laughs> Dude, like wear that the rest of the, f- I don't mind. And this is kind of nice. This is totally what like the Samoans and Polynesians probably would have done. Like the the warrior, excuse me, side. I'm not like all the Samoans or all the Polynesians, but like you definitely could see like this is probably what they would do. Like basically, like I, yeah, I I love this like little battle cry. Yeah, just like the last thing you'll see before us or before you die is us. I'm like, yeah, that's that's something. Yeah, and the Rock he he fed a little bit of this into the previous film or as a joke. I'm sure it meant something to him to do it seriously here. I'm sure that felt like a nice honoring and, and celebrating of his culture there. So that's that's cool. Tor! <laughs> and I like all the booby trapping. I think that's always nice. And it, well, the other fact is that we saw the setup. So this yeah. this part here, by the way, with the, the jet flames reminds me totally something out of like the Mad Max game. Especially that vehicle looks like something from the Mad Max game. Yeah, definitely. I can see it. The freaking those jet flames like eat through your fuel like that. But I like the fact that it was <laughs> uh, it was tied to your fuel meter. Yep, it was smart. Here we go. The Usos again. Yep, down since day one ish. <laughs> yeah, have you heard the Usos uh, entrance music? By the way, you're gonna have to make me listen to that yeah sung by the two of them and they do their own uh, music can i say like i don't know why but here i actually care about the uh i i sort of care about all these uh all the all the usos here all these brothers yeah it was roman i just saw these moves when like brixton's like beating these guys up like no please don't yeah i was thinking that too i like these guys the rocks family like uh no like why uh, a little desaturated with color there, or maybe yeah. I'm wrong on that. It's started to be a little bit sapped out. I think it's supposed to illustrate that it's early morning. Maybe. Okay. Hattie, you do not want to do that when your blood is like being sifted through. Yeah. 
Like, you would have no energy because of that. I mean, obviously, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, do not do this at home if you're, like, your blood's being sifted through. Whack. Yeah, they, they keep giving Roman moments, but, yeah. I wish you would have had a line. Oh, we're going to see another moment. We're, we're going to see a moment. Don't worry. <laughs> I don't think they've done it yet, right? Uh, oh, and he did. Uh, which moment do you mean? Uh, give it a moment. <laughs> the car's on fire. I kept having my one finger up when he was doing his moves. I had to, you know, acknowledge, you know, the Whoa. tribal chief. So Hey, that looked like a real explosion. Yeah, yeah, it looked pretty good. Yeah, It looked CGI-ish. Yeah, Michael Baybart brought in his explosions uh, crew for that. He's like, can we try this out here? He's got a goal to blow up a bomb in every every island he can. Here we go, here we go. Spear. Oh, yes, I love that. I love they got the spear in there. So was he doing the Superman punch by this point? Uh, 2017, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was doing it, yeah. No, this is 2019. 2019, yes. Then definitely, yes. Yeah. Why do you think this is 2017? There's a moment, well, because the last film was 2017. Anyway, there's yeah. a moment where in the trailer, I don't know if it's actually in this, but there's a moment in the trailers where Idris Elba does a Superman punch. And then I didn't know that Roman were, actually, I maybe have known that, I think I may have seen Reigns in one of the TV spots, like just in the background. Uh, with the, Like just because, you know, he's with the other Usos. I'm like, oh, wait, is Roman going to do a Superman punch? He doesn't. <laughs> he should have. I wish he would have. I wish we would have seen him uh, like load it, too. His little cocking. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. It made sense in the Mission Impossible Fallout trailer where like Henry Cavill's character just like loads up his nunchucks, but like, or nunchucks, excuse me, but. And I wish Paul Heyman was here, too, just in the background, just smiling and doing his little handful that he does would have made no sense but i would have i would have been amused that guy is that that, that guy's got charisma <laughs> i'll tell you what although i'm pretty sure they weren't paired up at this time 2019 oh no i think him and uh lesnar were still around eh or still together oh that's a good question I, i'm not sure well See, why does it just not just take off the they just grabbed i guess he can't reach it it's too high up. That's so weird because he's not athletic in a way. Like he's strong, but he's not like you think he'd be more agile. Yeah, we've seen him be agile. It's just maybe it's too far away for him to. Because they are on the very edge of the the wing there. Even still, it's like if you're a superhuman and you have like durability and strength, it's like you said you're bulletproof. Why can't you just be like agile, like a Olympic gymnast? Oh, and P.S. with your RoboCop thing, if it's RoboCop 2014. Then yeah, I think I think he's met his match. Really? Yeah, because you've seen that RoboCop. He's springing all over the place too. He's very agile. All right, fair enough. Uh, I still going for the Peter Weller '87 RoboCop, but that's just me. Hey, that's one clunky dude. If you ever listen to the Red Letter Media, uh, this discussion of that movie, Mike has his theory about the uh, the RoboCop. Uh, what does he call it? Conundrum or something like that. Or contradiction, because he's like, it's very easy to to get away and defeat RoboCop. All you got to do is, if you have a weapon, throw it on the ground and then say, "I'm unarmed," and then just run away. Because RoboCop is he, he in no way could chase you. He's too clunky, and he can't shoot you in the back. So criminals could just easily get away from him. 
sure. I mean, he's not the predator because the predator is the one that he will. They they usually at least I'm going by again <laughs> predator eighty seven logic, uh, where they don't fight non combatants. Yeah, I'm pretty sure part of his protocol is that he can't kill an unarmed uh, assailant. I believe, yeah, protect the innocents at all costs, uh, uphold the law, and directive four. And there was a third <laughs> one I forgot. Well, yeah, there's some movie logic right there. Like that is, <laughs> yeah, that's some bad stuff. And the CGI didn't help either. Eh, I I care little for the CGI. I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Okay, it's weird. So. The Usos are coming in, right? And those yeah. are all like, you know, uh, some of like Brixton's like henchmen, right? Yeah. They're just not boxing them in. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, th- this, th- this fast, getting back into the actual Fast and Furious car silliness, that th- that interests me less. At least they have like car stuff here, so it's just like, all right, here's where we like one up. I was, I was wondering, like, is this a bit where him with the moonshine? Um, ah, you mean? Well, I'll say this. I like this part because it's like, all right, we kind of go back into like the nos of like we we go inside the car. Like we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah, they're they're trying to honor the series, even though this is a spinoff. They're still trying to make sure that it's distinctly Fast and Furious. But I took this scene as like the rock trying to one up Vin Diesel subtly of just like, <laughs> all right, so just cause you like, you know, did your, mm. you've done your shtick these past like eight films. Here's what we're going to do. I could see it. Honestly, I could see it. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing I was questioning was like, oh, so the, when they turned off all the guns, with like you know the fire, they also turned off the helicopters, disabled the fire, the helicopters' weaponry. Oh, there you go. I'm like, huh, didn't see that coming. But it definitely makes sense as to why. Uh, or it, def- it definitely makes sense as to why the uh, the rock or, or yeah they they weren't shooting at them. By the way, I like all the art on these the vehicles. I don't know if you saw much of that. Are they like? Oh yeah, some like the little yeah little like either like. Uh, decals or murals yeah I think all that stuff's quite pretty on those cars well yeah we're getting some solid carnage (laughs) sorry there you go yeah that's that's fair yeah we're getting some solid car action for for what this is at this point this series well man you guys gotta be careful or else you're gonna like make the whole vehicle like or make the whole forest go on fire oh yeah here's the uh here's the moment here's the cap the winter uh, the, the civil war moment oh i was definitely thinking of that too yeah sounds like the rock's definitely bigger and you can believe he lifts a lot no no offense to chris evans at all yeah he was quite ripped for what he was yeah he just wasn't like a a bodybuilder dude gets beefy yeah yeah, I wonder where the hell Chris Evans is. I, maybe he's in retirement mode. Uh, he's with the uh, what do you call it? He's in that movie with Anya, no, Anna Damaris or the Armas, excuse me. Yeah, the Armas. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Joy? No, not Joy. Uh, uh, ghosted. Ghosted. There you go. Thank you. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Mm. 
Yeah, and this is kind of an okay place for the end fight. I mean, I this is my kind of thing, even though yeah. it's fake rain. <laughs> yeah, suddenly, suddenly it's raining. Yeah, <laughs> just has well, to be. Well, I mean, we saw the storm in the background. I guess that's fair. Like as they were like going toward it, so I I can accept that. Yeah, and I I, I like that they're clever with how they tackle his uh, ability to predict them. I think that works. I'm a little bit like, really, I feel like, well, okay, just as a gamer, I'm like, all right, listen here. Like, if this were a true cyborg, he would have, like, a radar system. He'd have a little, like, HUD, he'd have a little radar in his <laughs> HUD, and he'd have, like, where both enemies are, so he would, like, it's not saying he predicts the other one, but he can tell where, like, the movement is. Mm. So he's just like, all right, the rock's attacking me, and then Statham attacks me from behind. It's like, aha, but you see I have, like, quick reflexes also. Oh, did, did did Dex say Brixton or like I guess not. Uh, I thought I thought he was gonna yell like con Oh yeah. And here we see uh the the slight beginning of the term of Shaw being like, I almost feel bad for you. And then we see that develop more as this fight goes on. Oh yeah, that was the other thing where that was an interesting thing of like I hadn't heard this before, but like when Idris was saying like oh yeah, you know, I've become more you know, humans are, are a holes, they're they're idiots and they're they're non compassionate. I've I've become more machine now than man and I'm more human. Uh, yes. I'm like, huh, I have never heard that one before. Yeah, I actually like that. I thought that was an interesting twist. Yeah, I was like, huh. Yeah, I never thought that one before. Yeah. Yeah, because maybe he thinks that they're baking out the the natural flaw in humanity in, out of him and making him more uh, pure. Yeah, I do like that he's so embraced the fact that he's evolved beyond human humanity. That's kind of interesting for a cyborg. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean... I feel like most of the time they still view themselves as humans. They're just, you know, like augmented. Oh, that is actually a nice check hook. Almost, uh, was it a check hook or intercepting hook? That's that's almost that's a good way of putting it. Um, here's the thing, though: like to be more than human means that you're gonna have to like your perception also has to change. It's not just mentality; it's the fact that like. You know, to evolve from what we already are is that, and I think, uh, funny enough, I think All-Star Superman kind of did this with the, you remember the end where like Lex is like, oh, I see it now. I can see like, you know, the four fundamental forces and how they all interact with each other. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, that's what kind of makes Superman above humans, yet he still chooses to, you know, be human or at least you know, kind of embrace the humanity. Yeah. And Idris, at least, this, I mean, uh, this is not like a, flaw or anything like that but like if they wanted to be more like oh he's really like above human is like his perceptions and the way he sees the world would be very different as well yeah and i guess it is in the fact that he feels like he's justified in i guess wiping out a lot of the humanity a genocide oh your hand would break from like <laughs> an enclosed fist like that might i say but that's also why they, they ultimately feel bad for him is because he's so mixed up and backwards in his thinking. 
and it's hard to even be like be mad at him about it. It's just kind of you've been so brainwashed. And I feel bad for him during this part of the fight, too. It's like, oh, he became so reliant on his tech and his brain. Alas, poor villain. Yeah. Which is something. I was actually, I was kind of half expecting them to just pull out some wrestling moves. That would have been nice, yeah. Like where they start doing tag team moves, I wish. <laughs> they actually tag out. The other one just rests. <laughs> I was like, hmm, this entire, like arena looks like suspiciously like it were a wrestling ring that was a half tag move sort of lift it up and set up the shot for the next one yeah flying knee like yeah no oh yeah i don't disagree with that but it seems similar and look at him he looks so sad too they just maybe it's just idris just selling it i mean that well yeah it's it's just oh man one day i'll learn yeah one day learn how to do a uh suplex on somebody Sounded wrong, I'm sorry. That was a bad, that was an ugly one. That was a rough, rough landing. Yeah. I mean, that, or I'll also be the recipient of a German suplex. It's only, <laughs> hey, it's only natural. Oh, look at him. I just feel bad for him. That's interesting, man. How can you, like, be a, sorry for, or how, how can you be angry at a guy like that? Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, this maybe if if it wasn't him, if it was that same guy who was playing Shaw, maybe I would feel the same kind of disinterest, but maybe just Idris just can pull me in. Turn my own brother, or force me to kill my own brother. Huh. When did he choose to, like... Yeah, I don't know what that... I don't know what that meant. Yeah, maybe I've just, like... Again, I watched the film before, but yeah, I guess I skipped out on that. It's like, what? Yeah, killed... Yeah, I don't know. As far as I'm aware. Oh, maybe he was talking about, he's talking about Brixton, I think. Oh, that's right. No, yeah, you're right. I even, I even, shoot, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I even remember to myself, it's like, oh yeah, because these two were, used to be comrades. Yeah. Never mind. I'm, yeah, I'm completely stupid. I already remember, I already realized that. Thanks for reminding me. There you go. You have all the technology in the world, but we have heart. Yeah, you've lost what it means to be human. Connect to love. Um. Yeah. No, it's. And you know what else he's missing? Family. <laughs> it's about family. Where's Dom? <laughs> I completely forgot what I was gonna say. Well, I mean, I'd show. I would show people Terminator 2 of being like, see, machines can sort of learn and have, like, you know, emotions in a way. And they both felt bad for him, too. Yeah, they, and I appreciate that, even though he died, it wasn't by their hands. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like the, you know, they learned from from Dom. They're, they're trying to rehabilitate him. Teach him there is a better way instead of just wanton death. Even though you can, like, kill all the other, like, henchmen, but if it's the main bad guy, no, you, you gotta spare him. Yeah, there you go. If it's a phoenix, yeah, just shoot him right in the face. If it's a Braga, yeah, bring him to, to justice, maybe redemption. Yeah. Yep, no. Everybody else, like, expendable, we gotta, like, call the population somehow, so there are... <laughs> oh, no. Two groups of people. There are 
uh, henchmen and cannon fodder, and then there are the visionaries and protagonists, or like. See, that's that's why Cipher was attracted to Dom because she, she he was doing the good work for her by calling uh, the, the people who weren't great. <laughs> I didn't mind their little moment there together too. I like how she was exhausted. Yeah, she's just like guys, shut the h up. No more of this. And I like that we're just immediately out. It's like okay, the plot's wrapped up. Let's move on. Actually, I'm sorry. And then we just get a couple little tie-ins. There was a second person. There was a screenplay writer. I'm sorry. Oh. Drew Pierce, I believe, was the uh, was one of the, the second screenwriter. Excuse me. Hmm. And I think these are actually some some cute little moments. You know, I think it was actually heartwarming when the mother came out of the prison cell and saw them there together. I actually thought that was a very sweet moment. As much as when Sam is here to actually see her, you know, her lineage and her family tree. Yeah, I think the the Helen Mirren one sold better, but I did like that moment too. I thought that was cute. Both of these are cute moments. Uh, my only problem is where's Owen? I was thinking about that too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I guess he just got forgotten. <laughs> Un- unless, I mean, I mean, if they wanted to, yeah, you can come back in the sequel, maybe. No, I mean that. I mean that could be. That could be Owen. I'll be at like no longer Owen. Oh, I'm confused. Oh my. Uh... Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, like, you, you never know. I mean, maybe he, she realized. Like. Uh, now this. Okay. <laughs> like, we never, we never, I mean, I know she mentions, I, I know, like, the, Mrs. Shaw mentions Owen, but like. We, yeah. We never, we never see Owen, so. Well, let's, yeah, well, I, I think there's a cute ending with the, the, it, was, it is at the mom or a uh, rock's mom. I mean, oh, and then we get this. I don't know what this is. This was the moment where I was like, oh, they're finally going to admit that Ryan Reynolds was the guy. But instead, it's a comedy bit set up ish. I don't know. I don't know either. It's I was I was yeah, I was also confused by this. I'm like, what is yeah, what is this? Was it just improv? But then they shot the whole him beating those guys up and Yeah, I really don't know. <laughs> this is a is this like a weird promo for Deadpool three? Yeah, or red notice, maybe. Oh yeah, right. Or uh, Free Guy. Oh yeah, I forgot The Rock was in Free Guy. Wow. Wait, was he? Yeah, I think he just did a voice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It's like a muscle head uh, character in the video game. He may have. We may have seen his face too. I can't remember for sure. I didn't see Free Guy, so I I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm considering adding that to the video game series, just as a. The movies that were tied in but weren't actually based off games like Record Ralph and uh, I mean because they're about video games, you know, and <sighs> OK, I mean, you'll have to. OK, this is a discussion for right now, but like 
<laughs> would I accept? Would I accept Tron, for instance? Like, yeah, I was gonna throw that in. Yeah, because it's isn't that a pro- computer program though, and not a video game? Or am I wrong on that? That's yeah, a video game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's that. There's um. Oh, what's another one? Yeah, maybe maybe it was just Wreck It Ralph, that free guy. I feel like there was one more. Hmm. You know, I think I would accept Wreck It Ralph anyways, just because of the amount of like other video game characters that are in it. So I can accept that one. Oh, thank thank you. Saying that reminded me. It was um, oh, Ready Player One. Yeah, that one's such a a video game. <sighs> yeah, movie as well. All right, well, this has to be its own, like... Yeah, it's like a, a, a sister series. Movies about video games. Yeah. It's a sub-series, almost. Yeah. Yeah, I can accept that. That's that, that's fair. <laughs> Wait a minute. Does this also mean we have to do all the Pokemon films, given that they're based off of a video game as well? No, we, we can pull away from... There's too many there. Yeah, and most of them sure aren't worth watching. Oh, boy. Well, you never know. I mean, it's all those OVAs are just like, you know, legendary of the OVA. Yeah, leg- legendary of the week. Yeah, I've seen five of those and only like two of them are worth watching. But here we go with another little scene. I guess that also I guess that also includes uh, what do you call it? Uh, that also includes the Resident Evil animated films. Potentially, we might. We might squeeze those in, maybe just the two of us without Johnny, because I don't know if he'd be interested, but. Yeah, here's with this post credit scene. So I actually didn't see this one. I only skipped to like the very end because I saw how long these <laughs> uh, trail this whole thing was, but I didn't think of like, oh, there's a mid credit scene. Yeah, who would have guessed? And, and all three of these are just jokes, which I can appreciate. None of them are set up. They're just additional stuff that if you want to stick around, you'll catch, but you don't need to see them. Hugh Janus. Hugh Janus. Yeah. Hugh Janus. Wouldn't huge or huge jazz work just as much? Huge what? Hugh jazz. Hugh jazz. I don't know what that one would be as in any window. Dude, that's a classic Simpsons line. Oh. I, I'm not a Simpsons watcher. That's fair. So, but, but what scene you endo? Huge ass. Huge ass? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. And the joke is that there's actually a guy named Huge Jazz. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, it's a good, that that's a good, like, phone call, call prank. Or crack phone call, excuse me. <laughs> Well, but I guess since we've come to the 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 rolling credits here, what what are we? What are our thoughts here? I, I guess I think I started last time, so if you want to start up, oh. I will do so. Uh, I liked the third part a lot, um, and towards the end, I did enjoy the romance between Vanessa Kirby and The Rock. Hmm. Maybe on her end more than his, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and yeah, the added bone uh, the the added like entry of family with the usos and like the rocks real family that was that was a lot of fun i think that brought a lot of like identity to the series and there was still some of the over bombastic like 
chase sequences or races at the end. So, and less CGI. So I certainly prefer that over kind of like the first two thirds of the film. Yeah. 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 The first two thirds feel like an improved version of the recent fast and furious mode of yeah. Big bombast action espionage plot. It just felt like, okay, if we're going to make that kind of movie, this is a, a better version than the last few. But then once we get to that ending and we get, yeah, a new flavor and more of a character focused kind of uh, element, which is this movie had all around more character. But yeah, more character grounded ending. I think that that just elevated it. Yeah. The feeling more, more personal. So, yeah. You know what oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, you go, you go ahead. Mine's completely off topic. So, yeah, for, for a type of movie that I'm not really a, a a big viewer of someone who just casually sees these films every now and again. I feel like this is one that I would walk away being like, that was okay. I, I didn't mind that for what it was, but, but go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I, th- I think Idris did a very good job with what he did here. I think yeah. Statham does a good job in this. Like I said, Kirby does a fantastic job. Um, and for what Dame um, Murin does in this, like for, for how like, long she's in it for it's fine and i think she you know does it right mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and i love seeing roman reigns i'm a big roman reigns fan reigns <laughs> fan that's your that's your chief bud that's that's your chief yeah yeah every time he was on screen i was putting on my one finger i was like okay here's here's my my buddy my brother so i did think of something just now hopefully i can articulate it to you with clear vocabulary sure it's almost like the way how this ended where it brings in like this this flavor of a different culture this is how like you can introduce like a new character like like each fast and furious has like you know i don't want to say like a person of like ethnic background but like they come in and so like dom and the crew they're there and there's like a thing they have to resolve and they have like their person on like the the not the inside. They get they get the new character. The new character is uh, from the area, and they're, they 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 want to help, and they yeah. help themselves. They 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 use Dom. Like they, there's a obviously a mutual respect there, but they're they're the end of the culture, so that we at least have eyes and understand, so that like their eyes in, and they 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 help us, and they then become part of the crew later on at the end. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny you say that because, yeah, we've been mentioning almost every movie when they go to a new location. We're like, where's the point of view? Where's the end to this culture? Thank you. That's it. And yeah, now we 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 go to one and it's it's already someone that we know. But now we get to see this new side of them. And even for himself, he was so removed from his his family and his his people getting to reinvigorate that that spirit that gives us a great end. So, yeah, no, that's definitely what I've been wanting to see. Yeah, it was my idea, not my idea, but it was that idea of, you know, each culture, like back in the first one, where there's, there's like, we, we see like the different points of view and how, and how each like ethnic group, okay, that sounds iffy, uh, but each ethnic group like deals with car culture. So it's like, all right, yeah. so what do, what, how do like the Polynesians or the Samoans, excuse me, how do they deal with uh, car, car culture, excuse me? Yeah, and I remember mentioning with Tokyo Drift that I felt like 
they almost wasted the location because we never we were always looking at the location from an outside point of view we never really got a a real flavor of it so having yeah a real emphasis on the the cultural element here definitely helped that and it was nice to move away from some of the insane bombast of some of those car stunts that feel so cartoonish that they couldn't exist in the real world. This definitely still had some of that, but it played down. And like you said, we got the shot of the NOS come, going through the car again. It's been a while since we've seen that. That was a nice little bit of a callback that made me smile a little bit. I'm like, oh, here's a piece of Fast and Furious that I remember. <laughs> My grandpa days now. <laughs> yeah, we're both old by this point. Yeah, it's been like 10 years since we watched that first one in this retrospective. Oh, uh, yeah. Way, way back in yeah, the past. So we've become old and bittered by this repetition and the dumbing down. <laughs> hey, it's like you said, you go through your exciting points of life in your in the midst in the, in your middle middle of your life. And then by the end of it, it's just like, you know what? I kind of want something more to chew on. Yeah. Yeah, and I will say this is maybe the first time going into the next one where I feel like, I don't know if, if I'm as optimistic because I've seen what we can do to improve the franchise here with this movie. And I'm worried going back to Dom and the crew. Well, really, I'm worried about fucking Roman Tej again to keep picking on them. Dang. But but I'm hopeful that, well, I'm wishful, I should say, that they'll see what worked here and try to emulate some of that for the next one. But, yeah, we definitely need, we, we don't need more of the same for what we've seen for the Fast and Furious mainline entries. We've seen enough of that mode. It's it's tired. Give us something with some, some life and personality and real characters like like this one tried to give us. That's that's my takeaway here. Oh, but here we go. Another let's Oh boy, I don't know what this is still. <laughs> Would I recommend this film? If you like The Rock, if you like Jason Statham, if you really enjoyed the banter between uh The Rock's character and Statham's character in the previous films, maybe yeah, yeah, I'd say maybe. If you enjoy big blockbuster action films, I think this is a solid one, I think. Yeah, you're not me where I have to like, it has to be like this, 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 and it doesn't check all these boxes off for me. Yeah, I think you'll like this film. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I don't, these aren't the kind of movies I go in for much, but I think this is an okay version of that. <laughs> It's like we're stuck watching this because of the first Fast and Furious. Like, how the hey did we get here? And again, I'd much rather go back to this. I mean, if we did, do you want to do the rating? By the way, I guess we haven't done that in a while. Wait, you'd rather go back to this? Go back to this than uh, that's that's why I quickly side trailed. If I was going to do a rating, oh okay, yeah, this one would would come in around the middle point. It would. I'd probably go first, second fifth third i have my, maybe this and then i don't know six four seven no no six eight 
Ah, oh, no, I, that that last half I can't even think. It gets so muddy after. Uh, I guess after this point, six, four, seven, eight—they're all around the same to me. <laughs> Eight's maybe the best of that that bad bunch, but <laughs> but they're all the weak ones—the ones I wouldn't go back to. But one, two, three, five. Middle is four, six. Last is seven, eight. This. Mm. Actually, no, no. The last half of this film is is in the ha- is in the middle, but the first two thirds of it are in the last bit, or in in last. Oh, now I'm confused. Yep, yeah, no, you should be. <laughs> so are you saying that that this one's above fate or? This one is the the last third of this film is above fate, absolutely. Hmm. But the whole movie's at the bottom. Uh, the other two thirds of it are in the bottom with fate. Because, <laughs> yeah, I was not a fan of fate. No, but you like, but you think that it was still better than this one. Everything on Hawaii was good. Yeah. Everything before then was not. To my liking. And for Fate, was there anything in that that was to your liking? Uh, some bits. Like, again, the racing stuff. Like, that's, that was great. But the... The stuffing of the fridge was not to my liking. Yeah. And I think the overall plot... They just... They didn't live up to the potential that they set up from the start. It just... Anyway, I guess we already gave... We, we can give the final kind of discussion at the end of this i'm gonna write this down so i can remember and and give you a like final thoughts once we finish um the next time on nine okay sure yeah yeah because i mean i'm not saying i wouldn't still do a rating i'm just saying like at this point i kind of need to write it all down yeah there's a lot of them now (laughs) yes but thank you again isaac for coming along to watch more of these these movies that i think at this point neither one of us it's really in our real house anymore. The franchise has moved beyond us, but we held out for as long as we could. I feel I feel like we've do, done our done the best we can with something like this. We've done our time. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I will say it is it is pretty interesting that yeah we we <laughs> the best is in the beginning and that's that's pretty much it. Like yeah, who would have thought that they like they came from they went from that to this like i guess i'm like everybody else but yeah it's it is it is a, a shocking change but but i guess we still have nine um there the nine could pull out it could be the best one yet don't forget we still have 10 as well we, there's still yeah. potentially great stuff to come and maybe <laughs> and the netflix show and the next netflix show which we're not covering <laughs> Unless you all want us to cover it and they're like, hey, oh, we're pressing no. it. It's like, all right, I guess we'll do it. <laughs> Free, by the way. We'll do it if you ask, but. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, maybe it's good. Maybe it's good. I don't want to prejudge. You never know. I, I didn't say anything. I said I have no idea what it's about. So yeah. I, I literally have no, like, no judgment, no ill will on it. I have, I have no idea what it's about. I do know that Dom appears. He appears. Is it CGI? Yeah, it's CGI animated. I oh, think it's man. a bunch of young racers. I kind of want to see what Dom looks like CGI'd. 
I do too. I am curious. Oh no, let's <laughs> maybe a long time from now. Maybe when eleven comes out, I'll go and check check out an episode or two of that. Yeah, we gotta wait a bit for that. Yeah, because I need to de- detox after this. I'll yeah, I'll admit that, and that and that in like a good way because we we're almost yeah burnt out just because we keep doing them. And I feel like they've gotten they've gotten worse. I feel like the movies are just getting more and more generic as they go along. That's the other thing of like, how long can they keep this going without it being like, eh, it's more of the same. Yeah. yeah and I feel like six, seven, and eight, I mean, I, I feel like those are almost interchangeable movies. They're amalgamed almost. They're this like malformed being. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, catch us on the next time. We still got a couple more to go than our little hike train to build up. And then we're going to go to the theaters and see Fast 10. It would be kind of funny if we did like a live discussion during the film yeah kind of funny but more rude than funny <laughs> and probably illegal as well but is it though because are we like because we're not i guess we are spoiling the movie and we're also like sort of recording the movie but <laughs> we're not uploading it well i guess we are i don't know yeah but just more rude to the other patrons but oh certainly yeah we don't want to do that but so next time don't believe what Brixton says about the human race going extinct. There you go. Because we're going to be around for the long run. Because if it's about family, you know what that means. Mm. More population. <laughs> Till next time. Peace. Peace.